There we go. There's the button. There's the now. button. <laughs> if you didn't have a, a Mac Mini, you probably don't know where it is. I'm, you know? I'm not as good as John at pushing buttons. Oh. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh uh, shoot. Uh it's a good thing we didn't lose our sense of humor from the last show. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh because that never gets lost, does it? Huh? Never. Um that's good to know. What, what episode is this? This is uh 131. I thought you'd been keeping count. I, I just need to look up my jersey numbers. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh crap. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh so it happens when we kind of start a little bit earlier. I guess we don't all we're not all prepped all the way, huh? So, but yeah, what were you saying that you heard what, uh, Sosa? They were saying, okay, so obviously we're talking about the Bengals and Bills game, of course, right? They were talking about the fact that there are two ways they can go about this, but there's some rules specifically in the NFL manual. It's called emergencies and unfair acts provisions. It's in the policy manual for the members club and game operations. And who sat around and thought that crap up? I don't know, but somebody did. But the ability to cancel, postpone, or terminate games and all these other changes, it's all vested solely in the commissioner. So Goodell has the ability to make all these changes and everything. And so they're basically talking about the fact that he has the ability to call it a tie. He has the ability to say, you know what, we're not going to, it doesn't, it's, we're going to cancel the game. It doesn't count. Um, he's got the powers to do all this according to the manual. So it's kind of interesting knowing that part of it. It was inter- interesting, an interesting read today on CBS Sports. I think I heard part of that too, because I think they even said he has the ability to say, we're just going to take 16 games and count that across the board. Yeah. And, and they'll, They'll, they'll have less games, those two teams, but they'll still, like, average it out the same. You know yes. I mean? There's, like they'll, they'll take the percentage of the wins rather than total wins. Yes. Yeah. So, hmm. and according to Troy Vincent, I guess the Player Association president, I guess that's what he is. But they're saying that yeah. a lot – they're taking a lot of things into consideration from the COVID season. So in COVID season, you know, there was a couple of times they played like a Wednesday game or a Tuesday game and stuff like that. Those things are on the table. Um, even the idea of pushing, like you talked about before, pushing it back a week, the playing whatever the week, essentially week 19 just for them and pushing everything back a week. But it seems like no, no matter what they come up with, it seems like it's going to hurt the Bills and the Bengals. Because even if you push it back a week, yeah. they're the only two teams playing that week. Everyone else gets a bye week, essentially. And right. that's what they're, yeah, that's what they talked about. And that's so what they it, talked it, about too. Go ahead, sorry. It, I'm just saying it just, I don't know what you can do unless you add two weeks that it's going to, the Bills and Bengals are going to get shafted in, in this somehow, I think. And I was looking yeah. at the scenarios today they were talking about too. It was like, if, if they don't play the game and they call it just 16, there are, that puts them a half game behind Kansas City. So if Kansas City wins this week, they lock up the number one seed regardless mm-hmm. of what Bills do. Yeah. And if they count the game, you could have the Bills clinch the number one seed. But if the Bills lose to Cincinnati and Cincinnati loses out and KC loses this week, then Cincinnati's the top seed. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's God. why this of all the games, so it is like, yeah, there, it, there's so many, those two teams and surrounding teams, it's that's such yeah. a pivotal game. Like I was joking, but it's kind of true. Like if it was a Raiders and the Texans, you could just go, just scratch it, and it's not going to really affect anyone's day. 
But yeah. this game is tied to so many, I mean, it, the top teams in the AFC. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it so tough it's what to do because, I mean, if I'm the commissioner, obviously I would like to see them play it out, right? I'd, I'd like to see them play it out and see how it goes and let it, let it fall where all the chips may fall. But if you can't schedule it right so that players have enough rest between, you know, a week 18 game and then maybe a midweek game and then whoever doesn't win that game obviously has to play the wild card weekend if they do something crazy like this, right? So then nobody has enough rest. And so you're in a sense behind the eight ball even more because you played two weeks and then you got to play, you know, what a late Sunday night, maybe at best wild card playoff game. It's just insane what you would have to do for all that. And if Buffalo lost, I might, I think I'm correct on this and Kansas city won when Kansas city have the number one seed. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then they would both have to play the next week. I mean, yeah. I mean that's crazy. Like, I, don't, I don't know what you do. I think, you know, really, the, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do, man. If if they had had some sort of better outcome and understand, you know, if he had progressed and was feeling, you know, was recovering quicker, maybe they could have considered squeezing the game in this week. But with his status being in such limbo, there's just no way they could have done it this week. That's why they're going to have to do something. And I bet I bet they don't even play it. I've been hearing lots of people saying that you know it's just got too much bad mojo around it. They don't know if they want to play the game. Yeah. But the, what do you? Do you they I might meet up again anyways. Might meet exactly. up again anyways. I would say you would personally. I would say the commissioner should take and should speak with the the players yes. of the two teams and be like, look, you know, because I heard someone bring up. I think it was Marcus Spears today was talking about. It was like, you know, this is a really bad tragedy, obviously, and all these things are bad. But these guys have been playing all season to get the number one seed. That's why they did all the things they did in the offseason. So they worked all right. the extra stuff to get that number one seed. And it probably would become a rallying point for the Bills. Like, we're going to win this for tomorrow now. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, so, you know, it's just, but if they, but if as a team, they decide, no, nah, we don't want to play the game. Then at that point, you say, all right, we're just going to call it a, a no contest and move on. And I bet he's, commissioners talking to Buffalo, talking to Cincinnati, oh, yeah. maybe even Kansas City, you know, some of the, he, I, he's talking to everyone, I bet. I mean, this isn't like him sitting in a room with a closed door. Like he's he's yeah. reaching out. Yeah. And, and if it, this would have happened, like in, you know, not that it should happen at all, but if something like it was going to happen, like week eight, nine, you know what I mean? You there's room, but the the fact that it's just right before the playoffs, like right, yeah, it's, just, it's a yeah, logistics you, nightmare. Yes, you could use somebody's bye week if it happened mm-hmm. earlier in the season to to reschedule a game or something like that. So. And to go back to the to him, the injury that he's going, you know, he's going through and the, the recovery. You know, we talked about it last night via text that the fact that you're not getting a lot of news is to me concerning, in my opinion. And the news that came out today about well, he's 50% oxygen now, that means nothing. That means nothing because you can't be on 100 percent oxygen for a long period of time. And if he's got lung damage, they have to pull him back to 50%. So that that has nothing to do with recovery, so to speak. Yeah. So it's uh that's more of a maintenance type thing. But they said there were other markers that yeah. improved as well. So that's great. Right. I'm glad to hear that. I hope this young man makes a makes a recovery. It sounds like either way, it's going to be a massive heart attack. I don't know that he'll ever play again. I but doubt it. let's let's just get him healthy where he can have a life, you know. Yeah. Be- well, I mean, <clears throat> technically it was a cardiac arrest. It was Correct. not a heart attack. Um, Correct. there is a big difference. That's what well. And 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 actually, that is what's assumed to have happened. Nobody has actually come out Nobody and said what, what it is, actually right? happened. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. so it, it could have been a heart attack. Could have been something this kid just didn't know he had. 
but it is That's something true. heart related, right? They do know yeah. that. Like it's it, not even it's not head and it's not neck or anything like that. I think we all I, assume it's cardiac related, yeah. and I, I think that right. even if it was, I mean, they came out and said it was cardiac arrest. So I mean, even if he right. had cardiac arrest, there still can be damage to the heart. There, yeah, could, even with cardiac arrest, you could have potential strokes from it, all kinds of stuff. I mean, hopefully he didn't have any of that, you know. Hopefully there's no like blood clotting or anything else on top of that too. That's yeah. all going around from all that's that's well, my head. Once he recovers, that could be also a, a danger going forward. Yeah. And and thing that I was reading, like what happens um with both a cardiac arrest and a uh and a heart attack, more with a cardiac arrest, is that when you're when your heart stops functioning like that, then you're actually your lungs start filling up with fluid um and it can cause pneumonia. Um and that's most likely why he's on that that oxygen and and such so it which if he's already got and if he's got an infection they can't run the 100 because it increased the, the damage so yeah. that's you know which is concerning yeah. it's a it's a yeah. fine line to play man it is. Read they resuscitated him twice already in the hospital yeah so no so well and or that's under a dispute too so oh, is it? his oh. uncle said that it was once on the field and then once in the hospital but well, then the friend that came out today said that there was miscommunication about what happened and it was only the resuscitation on the field that happened. So there's, odds, you know, we're all playing. Yeah. You know, speculating on this as well. I mean, the, the main thing is I hope that the young man is able to recover from this and get right back and have a, I just want to have, you know, if he gets to play football again, to me, that's like cherry on top. Just yeah. have a normal life is to me what, you know, you pray and hope for. Right. Yeah, there's a there was a uh, I forgot where I read this. I think it was a uh, lacrosse player had a very had a sim not the exact same injury, but it had a similar injury where he got hit. Whatever the thing is, I don't know what this what size or heavy of a wall or whatever they use for lacrosse, but he got hit straight in the chest. Yeah. Similar to like what Mullins showed, like the immediate impact the and that he, I think he was out six months. He was able to make a full recovery and play again. So maybe it's the same. Wow. Thing maybe that'd be it's case. different for everybody because that hockey player, I can't think of his name right now, that got hit in the chest with the hockey puck. Um, and it, it's the same thing. That what do they call it? The Como Comatio Cortis. I think yeah. I'm probably not even saying that right. I don't but. think that's correct, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's, it's, but it's the yeah, reloading it's of the circuit. It's something like yeah. that. But but anyway. when you hit him like that's perfect time right. in, the, in the rhythm. Right. Right when you have the second beat, you're recoiling. Yeah. Yeah, um, but that hockey player, it happened to him, and, you know, they had to resuscitate him right there on the ice, and he actually was back at and playing hockey the very next week. Oh, wow. That's a hockey player. Well, yeah, they, you know how they are. <laughs> yeah. They're just crazy anyway. That, that's probably true. And, of course, there's probably varying degrees of, you know, the longer you're down, the longer it's going to take you to recover. Right. And so, yeah. I'm, you know, he was obviously down for eight, eight almost nine minutes because they weren't going to transport him until they got him back up. Right. Um, they may have, and he must have been up because they waited to, get, to leave the stadium to get his mom into the ambulance. If right. he'd have been in true dire, not up and like, hey, we got to get him, they wouldn't have waited. So, right. Yeah. It's a sad situation, man. And just fluky, crazy. Yep. I mean, the, it is what you said, Mullins. We were talking about this at work today. Um, me and a couple of the doctors and nurses were talking about it. And they're like, the, 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 this precise timing that that has to happen at is just yes. stupid, ridiculous. I mean, and all of the, you know, the, thousands of games that get played you know throughout mm -hmm. history and this is the only time i have ever seen it happen in the nfl or even heard of it happen in the nfl and i even tried to find stories about it i found a few a couple of stories where it happened in uh college 
Um, and then, of course, a couple in hockey. And apparently it's more common in baseball and hockey are the is two this, more common times it happens. When you try to find the look for the stories, were you looking ex- exactly for a, like a, a similar like hit just like he took? Or were well, we no, looking? for that, what, that, what they call it, and I'm sure I'm not calling it or saying it right, but it's mm-hmm. C-O-M-M-O-R-T-I-O and then C-O-R-D-I-S. It's, that's how you, I don't know how you say it, but anyway, that they have a particular name for it. But I, that's what I was searching for in sports. And it's there are other instances of it happening, but it's not very often. Mm, interesting. That's definitely well, a fluky thing. It is. Before we get too far, obviously, everybody, if you're paying attention, this is off our game. This is episode 131, talking about DeMar Hamlin, the hit on uh, Monday night. Let's keep going, gentlemen. Sorry, I just want to make sure we get that in there. Uh, as fluky as it is, I mean – how do I say this? Do you see the NFL making any changes? I mean, the NFL nothing does nothing but talk about safety. safety you can't safety. change anything on this. There's yeah. nothing you can do to change this. I think. I know, in, but go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say I th- what I've read. Like they've tried to come up with things in like hockey and baseball, both um, to try to protect the the sternum against something like that. But they've never found anything that actually worked. When you say protect it, do you mean gear or do you mean rules? Gear. Okay. Yeah. I mean, is, it, is that the question you're asking, Sosa? Or are, they, are you talking about policy change or are you talking about equipment change? I'm talking about, I'm, thinking, I'm really talking about both, honestly. The NFL, you know, has done nothing lately about making rules, obviously, about safety, right? Everything from heads and how we hit, that we can't have any low body hits either on the quarterback, all these different things that are going about, right? And they say safety, 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 right? And, you know, for me, like, I can understand some of the rule changes that they've made and, and some of it I can get along with, you know, rationally, I guess you could say I'm a, as a football fan. I don't really not like it, but rationally I can get behind it. Right. Um, but the, you know, some people that I listen to make the whole point, like if the NFL really cares about safety, then why is there 17 games? Why is there 17 games? Why is there a Thursday night game? Why do they play on short weeks? It's just stuff like that. It's just, you know, I don't want this to be in the and same thing before we talked about concussions and everything. I don't want this to be one of these things that, it was unfortunate and it's unprecedented. And it's one of these things that we may never see again. We don't know, right? We can't, we can barely find stories about it right now, right? But I don't want the NFL to go crazy in a no. sense and, and just over policy something that's, um, how do you say, is a one in a million thing, I guess, in a sense. I'm not trying yeah. to be insensitive, but you see, you see what I'm saying though? Yeah. I've, I've seen, I'm sure you guys have, I've, you know, we all sign up different sports apps and stuff. I've been getting like stuff sent to me. Uh, throughout the last couple of days and it's like oh you know this is time that the, the nfl for once you know their 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 eyes are open they're awake they're finally taking uh, you know this stuff and i'm just thinking this is all just kind of like overblown like like what carrie was saying like he yes. this we've never seen anything like this before as as rough and hard-hitting as this sport is we've never seen anything even close to this and and for them, everyone now to go, oh, see how dangerous it is. Like, it, I mean, I think one thing popped up where that one guy back in 71, 50 years ago died on the field. But he had like uh, he, he, he had a heart problem to begin with and it was just right. un, undiagnosed. And so for, I, I mean, I think I, some people are kind of jumping on board onto this to like, yeah. oh, yeah, see, there's a lot of bandwagon NFL, see how dangerous. But. I really don't think it's that it's more dangerous than we thought it was like, uh, like is a one in a million hit. 
Well, to go to, to, to piggyback what you're saying about people jumping on, I just got a text message from Yahoo Sports. President Joe Biden acknowledges the safety risk and how dangerous the sport of football is. Oh, God. Really? Come on, man. Who gives? Well, that's I mean, when that's you sign up, just for, has to be said when you sign up for this, though, like there's an inherent risk, you know, like yeah, they yeah. know you could get paralyzed. You can, you know, that's break a leg. You can, yes, like, like those sort of things. You're, yeah, you're going to have bad knees. Your back's going to hurt. You're, so many people that are debilitated because of knee injuries and, yeah. and back injuries and all that kind of crap that it's, you know, it is what and, it is. And unless they're just doing two below, then, I mean, there is going to be a risk you're, factor. You're and, still going to have injuries in that. It's true, actually. Thinking. That's what I was thinking. I, mean, <laughs> I saw, saw more injuries playing flag football than I ever did playing. That's true. We have seen what uh, broken jaw, dislocated shoulders. And that's playing yeah. flag football. Achilles tendon. I saw somebody break their elbow. I mean, it's I've seen more crap doing that than yep. the full hitting. The only yeah. way to make it perfectly safe is to not play at all. Play on PlayStation. That's it. <laughs> play on PlayStation. Yeah. And, and, and you guys, everybody's I, an I'm, I'm sure you're like me. Whenever I see a guy running and he cuts and he just falls down and no one touches him, I'm like, that's yeah. gonna be the worst. Like he's that's he's out for a year. Yeah. But if yeah. I see somebody get his bell rung or something, I'm like, oh, he might be back in a week or two or later yeah. this game. Oh yeah, but you see a guy just cut and fall down. I'm like, that's a year. He tore one or all three of the the CLs. He's yep. he's gone. Yeah, CLs. <laughs> yeah. Who was uh, Kyler McMurray? What didn't it, yeah. he was running and then just like fell. It's like mm-hmm. he, he tore. Didn't he tear ACL or what was it? That he did. It was his ACL. Yeah. Yeah. And ACL so, and meniscus damage. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He didn't even get touched. Happens all the time. Crap, that's not crazy. Part. I wasn't near anybody. I just made a cut and it just, that was it. Yeah. And the crazy part, you know, we're talking about it just now, like the hit that he took, when you look at it, like when I watched it on, on, during the game, like it didn't look bad. No. Mm-hmm. Not, not it, it wasn't one of the worst collisions we've ever seen. It nope. wasn't an Atwater hit. You know, nope. it wasn't anything like that where he knocked out two different players. I would even you know? say there was probably harder hits earlier in the short period of that game than that hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Higgins was almost running like parallel to him. He wasn't even like running straight at him. He was kind yeah. of cutting across the field. Yeah. And he just like kind of went down and it just happens, you know. It, like it, I said, yeah. precise moment, precise pressure at the right time. Mm-hmm. I mean, Higgins did uh, did lean into the hit, but I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You're mm-hmm. not going to fall away from the guy trying to tackle you. You're going to you're going to lean into it. And it's. I mean, how many like, times have you seen a running back like bust through the line and it's him oh, and the yeah. safety or yeah. whatever, and he just puts his head down and just bowls into him? Yeah. yeah. That's essentially what he was doing. And we've seen yeah. it happen a thousand times. Yep. Yeah. It, it, was, it wasn't a 13 year old. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's, okay. You've seen Earl Campbell do it plenty of times on a replay over and over again, just Carrie right to his chest. So, Kerry was a senior reporter on that game. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Earl Campbell's rookie year. Ah, the whole thing is crazy. It's nice to see the support, though. It's nice to see the way the the team is. Cincinnati, in particular, is supporting the the Hamlin, uh, the Hamlin, right? Yeah, Hamlin, the Hamlin family. It's it's nice to see that as well. It was it was cool hearing about the Hamlin Foundation during the show too. Like the there was like apparently like forty eight thousand donations made to the uh, Hamlin Foundation for. I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know. I probably, yeah, yeah. I got a different opinion on that one. On the donations? Uh-huh. Yeah. Or the what? I mean, oh, I okay. love that people are doing it. 
Okay. Why you wait until this dude almost dies before you yeah. give to his charity? I mean, well, I don't, thing, I don't the know charity had twenty five hundred dollars in it before this happened, and now it's like six million. Mm-hmm. I just well, come on. Well, I'm sure nobody knew about the Hamlin Foundation though either. Though, like, I, I, I mean, like I, I, I know, every player has a almost every player has a foundation. You can't like donate to everybody. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, you can't. And and if anybody's going to donate, I'm glad they're doing it. You know doing it now and doing it, doing it. For, I mean, and if I'm being completely honest, I, I didn't even know who Hamlin was until exactly Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. maybe heard his name. Cause he, he, I think he was drafted at second, third, fourth round or something. Out of, out of pit. Yeah. I, I think I just know his name because like when we do the draft, like hadn't, I, do, I didn't know anything about the man. Yeah. yeah. And, to, and to be fair, I donate to John's foundation. So there you go. Oh Yeah. Yeah, so I got some. I got some beer money. <laughs> okay, is that what it's for? I thought it was for something else. It's gonna well, make up for the fantasy money he's losing. What are you oh, talking yeah. about? I'm <clears throat> winning. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah. I'm not going to discuss that. And okay. I and I I heard another uh, podcast today, and they said, okay, so say you know we're we're doing everything normal this week everyone's playing their games right but i mean god forbid sunday morning they get bad news about this kid he gets mm-hmm. worse or or worse than that and then uh, then what they're gonna play the game still or you know what i mean i don't know you made a good point though about it remember we yeah, talked that's... about it in our, in our group text and you were saying after 9 11 that they continued playing I mean, they, right. Yeah. I mean, of course, yeah. that was at the very different... beginning of the season, and you can kind of push things around a little more. That feels different, yeah. though, right? I mean, nine eleven was like a. I mean, don't be wrong; it was like the worst tragedy ever, right? I mean, it's it's horrible, but it didn't affect the team. They didn't have someone on the team die. It wasn't anybody direct. It was an indirect. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was, it was. You know. An but I mean, okay. Was, well, think of yeah. like Sean Taylor. Yeah. They, they, they still play. Right? They still played when he died. He got shot. Yeah, and, or I mean, there's been other players that have been killed and they you know but is it time and then they but play that's true but is it is the is the issue at hand is it because it was is it was during the game right i mean basically what we're talking about the issue at hand isn't the fact that the tragedy of 9-11 yes it, it indirectly affected all of us or directly how you want to look at it directly affected all of us uh sean taylor same thing right it was something that occurred to him but it wasn't on the on the field right we didn't there wasn't a live feed on it i guess if that makes sense you know we're not all watching it in real time and and, and natural but, player reaction but does I mean, that affect I mean, your team i mean is it I, is as a as a i, I say redskin because they were the redskins then if your teammate is killed or you know whether you see it or he gets gravely injured right in front of you it's you're, you're gonna feel the same right i don't know maybe. if that's like, like for the team i'm not talking about the rest of the league i'm just talking about team dynamics yeah, it's bad. It's bad no matter what. I'm gonna sound a little boomer when I say this. <laughs> it's also generational. 22 years True. ago, it was a different sport. It was a different society. Things were different. Nowadays, mm-hmm. not. To, I hate to use the word, a little soft. And I think uh, also uh, some of the issue is this was a Monday night game. Two premier teams. Mm-hmm. The whole nation had stopped. Yeah. We uh, playoffs are about to start. They're mm-hmm. one jockey. Yeah, and if if this would have happened in the slate of 
nine 12 o'clock games and not everyone's watching this and you just kind of get on your feet hey demar hamlin injured on the field blah 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 i think it's a little different than it, the whole nation was watching this and right. we that's all what, had to stop that we couldn't change the channel to another game like yeah. it was this and that's what i'm saying though it was on every channel everybody was talking that's, about it exactly. yeah and that's what I'm trying to say, though, like, the, and not just the live feed for us that we were seeing, but I'm just saying, like, for the guys that were right there, the, the guys that saw him get up, stand back up and then fall back to the ground. Right. And then to see the medical staff go out there and be like, holy crap, this is not just like he just fell to the ground. We're dealing with, uh, you know, a cardiac issue or some kind of issue on the field it's at the time yeah. that they, they didn't know, of course. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's different when you're talking about 9-11. You weren't directly there, right? And you weren't near Sean Taylor when it directly happened, but you were right there when Hamlin fell to the ground, right? I guess that's a, true. You, you, can, you can see him, like, struggling. Yes, yes, yeah. Because, I, I mean, I heard the, the players made a circle so that the cameras couldn't see what the right. medics were doing yeah. and all that stuff. And so they're they're right there hearing, I'm sure, the doctors um, saying whatever they were saying. I have no doubt these guys were traumatized. I have no doubt. I mean – not that I was traumatized. I had a difficult time going to sleep Sunday night because I was thinking about it so much. Like, man, well, that, that's crazy that that happened. You know, I kept thinking about it a lot. So I couldn't imagine. And I don't know. And they know him and they're, you know. I don't know about y'all, but like when I woke up Tuesday morning, like when my alarm went off, I was like, I almost didn't want to look at my phone. Right. Because yeah. I didn't, wasn't mm. sure if something had, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to look at my phone. And, and so, yeah, I, I got that feeling when I went to sleep that night as well. Yeah. It's a. I think I think that's hard about it too, and and I think not just the trauma for the guys on the field, but you're playing a game you love, right? That these all guys love, right? They they, they've played it probably since they were eight years old, all the way through every level of football, right? And I'm sure at any point you're taking it back like that. You're just like, well, this is the game I love. This could this could quote unquote be me too as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's and then as as I mean, parents, you know, I, and then I was thinking of his parents. I was like, oh, are they in the crowd or are they yeah. watching this on TV? We, I said the same yeah. thing. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I, I couldn't, you know, I don't know what I would do. I don't know. It was more relieving to know that they were there. I mean, obviously, I would want to be there for my kids. I wouldn't want to be watching that on TV and be like, have no information. That would drive yeah. me nuts. But, yeah. Yeah. But it's got to be hard to be there in person, too. But oh, I, I would have been out of the stands in a heartbeat. If that oh, was, if that was my kid, well. I would have been like, I don't think so. Like, I'm on the field. Like, yeah. Yeah, you would you wouldn't have stopped me. I don't care what's going on. Security yeah. guard, not security guard, police officer. I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. I'm on the field right now. Yeah, it's definitely it's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But before we keep moving on, is there any other latest on him about any other update? How he's how well he's doing? Just what they gave us this afternoon. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot heard as well. And again, it's still yeah, it's coming from. A family member this afternoon was actually a friend of the family who gave us information. So you still got to take that with a great assault because, you know, he contradicted what what the uncle said yesterday. So it makes you wonder. Hard, hard yeah, to I, think I heard earlier, too, that the information that's being released is being just matriculated out from the doctors. They're not they're not trying to lead one way or the other. They're trying right. to just be like, this is just what's going on. And they're not being like, well, we think that's great or we think that's bad. They're just like, this is just what's going on. They're trying to just be matter of fact. And you don't want to build anybody's – it's a fine line, right? You don't want to build their hopes up if you feel like, man, there's no way he's recovering from this. I don't want to build their hopes up. But you also don't want to be like, well, I don't want to make them negative about this either because he's got a chance. So it's, right. it's, it's a fine line they have to walk. So it's it's 
I feel for them in a way having to deal with this in the public as well. It's a, it's, it's a double-edged sword. They, they've right. got all the support that's coming in, but at some point it, it's going to get, you know, if this drags on, what if this kid's in a, you know, on the ventilator for 10 days or longer? Yeah. Right. Yeah. This drags on at some point, this is going to really start grinding on the family. Like, look, man, we'll give you information when we got it, you know, back off, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure any, <sighs> anybody that goes in and out of that hospital, whether they are just getting hounded. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they're part of the family, friends or yeah. anybody, if they're going to visit somebody else in there, they're probably getting questioned. Hey, who are you? Who are you? Do you know? Blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The longer that goes on, the worse it's going to be. Well, I'm sure we could talk about this the rest of the show, but uh, let's talk about a few more things. Uh, I know we always do our famous 31s. Does anybody have any famous 31s real fast? Yeah. Most sportsman-like athlete ever, Reggie Miller. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I still remember that that playoff game against the Knicks. Oh, that was was nine points. That was was so good. Yep. Wasn't there a a safety or somebody for the Cowboys that wore thirty one? Uh, Brock Marion, I thought wore thirty one, but Marion, I don't know. What, what about think uh, that he's a uh, great Roy Williams? Was he thirty one? He was thirty one, also. Yeah, I wouldn't. He was. That's good. Right. We, we had to go with great. What about Priest Holmes? What was he? Ooh, is Priest Holmes? I don't think 31? he was thirty one. Greg, I think he Greg was. Maddox. Greg Maddox. Oh, now that's an all time great. So I am the Greg true, Maddox true of gentleman. the group. So thank you. Uh, Appreciate that. I was referring to Max. Oh, my bad. He didn't say that about Reggie Miller. (laughs) I don't think Reggie Miller ever was a gentleman, at least not on the court anyway. Okay. Priest Holmes did wear 31 at one point. He wore it, uh, looks like at the Chiefs, but with the Ravens, he wore 33. I'm kind of curious. What are the the all-time, what is his all-time stats? Just out of curiosity for Priest Holmes. Uh, Look, his rushing yards and whatnot. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious. I, I don't. I know he had a couple of great years, but I just don't know like what his final stats were. This is a uh, running back. He had eight thousand one hundred seventy-two yards rushing. This is regular season. I don't have a place where it says total. Okay. He didn't play, he didn't play much uh, in the playoffs, but regular season he had eight thousand one hundred seventy-two yards rushing, eighty-six touchdowns, um, just shy of three thousand yards receiving, and eight touchdowns. So 11,000 total yards, and how many total touchdowns? 90 or 80, 80 total touchdowns. Okay, that's could be Hall of Fame worthy. 1,000 yards rushing in 98, 2001, 2002, 2003. Does it, does it, is there any notations that he, he was ever the uh, rushing champion at all? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It has 2002 highlighted for some reason. Maybe that was a rushing lead. I thought um, he was like one or two years. But 2001, 2002, 2003 were his like his his big years. He had 1,555 yards, 1,600 yards, 1,400 yards, and then those years he scored eight, 21, and 27 touchdowns rushing. Those 1,600, that 1,600 yard season, he should have. He, I mean, he probably had won the rushing. And they title had that, that year. highlighted. It's in gold, but I can't find the legend to find out what the gold means. Okay, he's the offensive player of the year, AP offensive player of the year. Okay, okay. I always think of like similar, like kind of. Uh, uh, careers of like Priest Holmes and like Sean Alexander. It's like they just kind of spiked up for a couple of years and then they just like disappeared. Right. Like they, they yeah. there was no like you know go off into the sunset. It was just like you never heard of them or or he, he, they drafted, peaked for whatever time and then gone. And kind of Larry Johnson as well. Like I remember him being like really good for just like three years or something. Yeah. 
Okay, so you asked, 2002 was his highest rushing year. Mm-hmm. He was he had 1,615 yards rushing. He was the third leading rusher in the league that year. Do you want to take a guess who who led the league in rushing that year? What year? What year? 2002. I was shocked. Uh, I'm thinking Jamal Lewis or Chris Johnson, or is that too early? Mullins? I would say Jamal Lewis was going to be one of my guesses. Let's see, okay. 2002. God, I'm not uh, Marshall sure. Falk? Marshall Falk? That's okay. And, so this was, this was the uh, one, two, three, four, five. Top, five. top five rushers was Travis Henry with 1,438, Clinton Portis at 1,508, Priest Jones with 1,615. LaDainian Thomason was 1,683. And with 1,853 yards that led the league, Ricky Williams. Wow. Williams. I didn't would never have guessed that. I would never either. I was like, I, yeah. I didn't even know he was a rushing champion one year. I didn't he, either. He's wow. another one that just. Well, he's another he one that I thought like he. Two years and then gone. Well, he was one of them that I thought he was going to have a great career. And that did not work out that way. Yeah, he he's one of those that like because they traded everyone to get yeah. him, then the spotlight's on him, and so yeah. then he never could live up to that. He was always a great back. He when he went to Miami, he was pretty darn good back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What'd you find out of there, Kirk? So, <laughs> how many yards rushing do you guys think Ricky Williams had in his career? Probably. Like many, can, do we get years he played? He played from '99 to 2011. Oh, I, didn't think wow. he that, I didn't think he played that long either. Yeah, because he played for the what Dolphins? Did he play for the Ravens or something? He played for the Saints, Saints for three years. He played yeah. for the Dolphins one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years, and played for Baltimore one year. I, his Dolphin years were the most productive, weren't they? I he thought was they were. pretty steady, steady on those. Yeah. So how many yards do you, do you think he had for his career? So you said 12 years? Career? Uh I say at least 10,000. 8,000. 10,000 yards. What do you uh, say? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say yes. Uh, I'm gonna say nine thousand. Let's split it. Ten thousand nine yards. Yeah, wow. price is right, baby. <laughs> That's right. And he scored. He only scored sixty six touchdowns in that time frame. He had another twenty six hundred yards receiving. Well, I mean, when he was with the Saints, they they gave up so much for him. Yeah. They couldn't put anyone around him. He had uh, thirty four yards passing, <laughs> and he finished his career with sixteen career tackles. Sixteen tackles. Mm-hmm. Some interceptions, oh, I guess. Interceptions, interceptions, yeah, yeah, maybe so. Oh wow! I'm surprised. Ten thousand yards. I'm like, there's no way. Because every time I think of Ricky Williams, I'm thinking bust. I think yeah. I got like four. He, like you said, Lou, when he went to the Dolphins, he was actually, you know, steady. Yeah. So I, I, I would never guess that. Is okay. Is Rick? Are those? I guess, I when I, when I Google Ricky Williams, the first when, thing that popped up is Ricky Williams a Hall of Famer. Oh so. no, not even. No, I don't think so either. I don't know. Getting 10,000 yards is hard to do in the NFL. It can't be that many guys above 10,000 yards, right? Total? Yes. yes. You think so? 10,000? 10, yeah. You think 10,000 yards can, is easy to get? Can you find a total list and see where Ricky Williams is on that list? Uh, and then if it's like over 20,000? Uh, he might be over 20,000 in total scrimmage yards. I don't think he's... Uh-oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's put it this way: but Ricky Williams had what eleven seasons? Mm-hmm. We just said, yeah. Another running back played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years, and scored sixty touchdowns. Had seventy six hundred yards rushing. Another running back. Another running back. Stop it! Oh come on! I don't. You know what? Oh. We're gonna move on from this. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> move on from this right now. Ricky Williams. Never mind. Is- uh no wait 
That's Ricky Waters. Never mind. <laughs> and he, he, he probably had more. Yeah, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Waters had 10,643. Mm-hmm. Jamal Lewis is number 25 at 10,607. So, I mean, they're 600 yards ahead of Ricky Williams. Ricky Waters so, had that weird cut thing he used to do. Yes. Remember that? He'd like make that weird, like almost like he leaned over when he yes. like a delayed yes. cut. Yeah. It was weird. Well, that he always seemed like he was like high step right before he did it. Like he would high yeah. step and then he would do that little move. And I don't then, know how he didn't just get lit up when he did that. But I didn't, I wasn't a fan of Ricky Waters back in the day. He I was, was a tall runner. Lit up. I didn't like he was a 49er. Day. Exactly. Thanks well, a lot. Well I, didn't know. I just won a Super Bowl. I don't care. I didn't like him when he played for Notre Dame, though. I thought that smack. I don't care about that either. <laughs> well, I don't like it either anyway. because he kept tearing us up in the cotton bowl. It was grinding me nuts. Uh, all right. Uh, let's keep moving on, gentlemen. Uh, bowl pick'em season. John, how, do, how are we looking? How are we looking, John? Just, just real quick before we go to that. So yeah. I found an all-time rushing list, but I, it, okay. I, it only goes to 25 down. Yeah. That's and that's Jamal Lewis. And he's at 10,607. So he's got to be right in that zone. Ricky, you said he had 10,000, 10, right? Yeah, 10,009. So he's got to be yeah, close. He's, he's got to be close. I would say, you know, top 40 ish. Mm-hmm. So you got to think about that. You got to think, all, it's what is it? We're, we're past 75 years of the NFL. I mean, how far are we into the NFL at this point? And, and you only got, you only got roughly 40 guys that have gone over 10,000 yards. I, I think that's significant. At, well, over 10,000, you have, uh, well, I'll just say 11,000 or more, 22. Okay, okay. 22 guys have gone over 11,000. Okay. With LaShawn McCoy being the 22nd. I would Good not have thought grief. he was, he's wow. right behind, he's right behind O.J. Simpson. Wow. wow. I would have never insane. thought that. And ahead of O.J. Simpson, Corey Dillon. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird trio. We need, to do a, we need to do a show just on the running back list, it sounds like. That's crazy. We can just get the college bull pick. Who's who's number three on the list? All time rushing. All, just all, just all, rushing. Walter Payton. He's number two. No, it's not. Oh, that's right, number two. Frank Gore. I thought it was Frank Gore. Frank yeah. Gore. Frank yeah. Gore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was Frank Gore. He's going in the Hall of Fame. He's going. He has to. Uh, we'll debate that later. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. sorry. You debated that. Cal Ripken <laughs> debated it like five times. I think. Cal Ripken. He's a Cal Ripken. Yeah, he's consistent. He is very consistent. Frank Gore is the Curtis Martin of rushing. (laughs) But wait a minute, Curtis Martin. Wow. (laughs) Curtis Martin is a Frank Gore of rushing. (laughs) I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can do that comparison. I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, but it makes sense. But it makes sense, right? But it does. You're, you're being you're being you're being irrationally rational right now. You're John. being Mullins. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Here we go. Bowl we pickums. can't have more Mullins. We just need one Mullins. You want to talk about rational? Let's yeah. talk about the bowl pickums. That's not rational. That's lucky. That's called knowledge right there, baby. <laughs> hey, looking at the ESPN percentages before you make a pick is not. That's true. Okay. That is not knowledge. I, well, right? I, we have, I went against the the popular vote on many of them. So there. But can there. you have any, any bigger <laughs> difference, Mullen? You lead the college one, but you're in dead last on the NFL one. I like college ball better. But he had a good week. That has both. nothing to do with it. That has nothing to do with that. You're talking about knowledge. It has nothing to do with that. Yeah, but I took more time. 
Oh, you know, studying the well. That's true. The your, then your pickup segment, that Notre yeah. Dame pick, took a long time. If you count just your Notre Dame picks, that's fifteen minutes. <laughs> like yeah, like fifteen minutes See, of dead air. Maybe y'all should take a little bit more time. Yeah, exactly. That's what we should do. Notre Dame, John and Cook. Sosa didn't do too bad, but that's true. I did really bad. I you know I why? was tied with Sosa. Consistency, right here. You were tied. We we're we're only like one behind you. You know what? You were not Ooh. tied with him. No, uh, for the picks this week, I was. We're talking like, about the, right are we talking about the app? We're talking about we're talking the about... overall. Oh, okay. My bad. No, that's not, that's not happening. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sean, how did we do? How did we do, Joe? Uh, this week, now I'm count. this is counting from the Coastal Carolina game because we were broadcasting last week during yeah. that game. To Ooh, broadcasting, that sounds so professional. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. I got 14 correct. Sosa got 14 correct. Cook oh. got 10. And oh. Carrie got 15, yeah. which puts Carrie's total at 72. Uh, I'm at 66. Sosa is 65. And there's only one game left. Yep. And then Cook, you're at 58. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Carrie's going to win it. Cook is going to get last. And depending on our picks, we can either tie or whatever. How many people pick TCU to win? Uh, TCU, that would be you're talking uh, about this Sosa game? and Cook. Yeah, Sosa and Cook. Yeah, was Cook, I thought you were going to get to 60. I really did. I thought you get to 60. I was events. hoping to, but yeah, just now, Carrie was the only one that got Penn State. Cook's the only one that picked Tulane. That's good. Um, go, Cook. Well, go. We all talked about that. We we're all the like, sun, the sunshine Tulane might surprise us. Carrie, that was a good was game. Get Tennessee that was a real good game. If Tulane was a good game. So, oh, yeah, there were several really good games. I would say the latter half of the bowl season was better than the beginning. Oh, the beginning uh, by far. Definitely boring. It's because they were far. horrible bowl games. What are you talking about? The, the, Jimmy, the Jimmy there Kimmel no horrible LA bowl, bowl was not bad. The early ones were horrible. There were no horrible bowl games. That's when right. we were kids, picking them, you were like, why are we picking these games? I think I think that I think what no makes it horrible is just is just is just the name of the bowls. The name can, of the can, bowls I, can I horrible. bring up a few of these? Just maybe mm-hmm. you forgot. Yeah. Like sure, New Mexico State and Bowling Green. <laughs> uh, that was a good game. That won? wasn't a bad game. Georgia's won. New Mexico State won. Thank you very much. They won. The Aggies won. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Thank Those you Aggies very much. won. Yeah. Not ours. The other Aggies. Hey, we didn't lost. lose either. Did you watch the what's the which one was the Mayo Bowl? Oh, the Duke yeah, I Mayo. Part of the Duke Did you see Mayo. like your kids because they were eating mayo or whatever, or smearing yeah. it all over it? Is that yeah, the new it. tradition now? They got to eat mayonnaise. That was gross. That's that we need to not start that. That's not <laughs> what's the problem with that? You don't like mayo? What's well, not like gross. you don't eat it like with a spoon? <laughs> or what, what do your kids say? Grab a fistful or what is it? Eat a bowl uh, of mayo. Eat a, eat yeah, a bowl of mayonnaise. Yeah, well, don't win the Mayo Bowl, apparently. <laughs> uh, that should be a good bet with you, John. That should be a really good bet. You lose, you eat a bowl of mayo. And I like mayo, but not like that. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, all right, so we did good there. All right. Um, all right, so congratulations to Mullins. There you go, Mullins. Congratulations, sir. All right. Where's my Golf trophy? clap. Golf clap. Right. Uh 
I don't think I have a trophy ready for you. So what John, you think? I think where's this trophy? Is that what he said? Yeah. Yeah. I think got, John will deliver to your face. <laughs> I got two trophies. The <laughs> <laughs> number two in my book. <laughs> I'm gonna come over there and collect that. <laughs> uh shoot. Man, if we were only live, if we were only live right now, wouldn't it be great? In with video. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> with the backgrounds that we, we haven't have done a also. Facebook video in a long time. We should do nah, that. what's that's, that's John's fault because this is the background he has. Look at the background he's got right now. It's terrible. I'm not yeah, gonna do cool. that. And he, hey, he I, my son should have never showed me how to change that. <laughs> <laughs> that's on him. <laughs> yeah, your tech support's not helpful at all. Uh the college football playoff, gentlemen. Uh TC Michigan game obviously was uh, uh great. Uh what does it say about TCU and what does it say about Michigan? Uh TCU neither one of them have a defense. Okay. And both of them have pretty damn good offenses. One of them just All a right. little bit better. I'll, I'll say TCU has a is a much better team than I gave them credit for. Yeah, okay. I'll agree with that. I, I didn't think they were going to score that many points and hang with. I mean, I thought they could beat Michigan, but they showed me a lot in that game. I, I didn't think that they could hang in the second half. I thought the first half they came out, they swung and they punched with Michigan. <clears throat> but I thought the second half, I was like, TCU can't keep this up. Right. And I, I was expected. way wrong. I was way wrong. I was just kept waiting for that. And it came. The second half, Michigan surge came, but they, they were able to stay ahead of them. I just didn't expect them to be able to stay ahead of it. Yeah. And, and I think Cook even said last week, I was listening back on the broadcast, and uh, Cook said if they need to jump on them early and then they have a chance. And he said if it's close at halftime, then I don't think they'll like they'll lose steam. Essentially, is what he was saying. Like, so I think they surprised all of us. Yeah, I, 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 and I was surprised by the, I was surprised by the TCU defense, not just some of the stops that they got, but I mean the, the two pick sixes. I'm just like, and that Winters yeah. kid, Winters was all over the place. He, he wow. made me now like I'm like watching him. Like, where's he going to go in the draft? Uh, yeah, know, he's I think he's undersized, but that guy got a motor on him. Yeah, but some of those guys that are just ball hawks and know yeah, where the ball instinctively hawk. know where the ball is. Those are the guys that are you want though. They're just around it. Uh, did uh, how do I say this? Did Jim Harbaugh, I guess in a sense, underperform again, or was this just a hot TCU? I, don't know. This, he, I, I think he I, overperformed for the year. I mean, they put up forty-eight points, right? Forty-five. Forty-five. I mean, the yeah. defense just. I mean, this is their. Only loss of the season. He beat Ohio State again. And, and really, this was just a slugfest. Um, yeah, but you're not you're not getting to the top of the where you want to go, though. And you're and you're how big was the spread honestly for this game for TCU Michigan? Was uh, it like plus six? I thought it was 13, but I can find it again. Okay. But I mean, he has nothing to do with the spread. You can't put that no. <clears throat> no, I'm not big. trying to say that. I'm just saying how how do I say this? In a game that and essentially you were a stage to win, mm-hmm. right? By favored. book. Okay, favorite to win. We'll say favorite to cinch. win. Okay, fine. We will say cinch. All right. Uh, fine. Seven and a half. Okay, seven and a half. All right. Um that's what I'm saying. Like, did he underperform? I mean, you were you're you're a TCU team away from being at least in the national title. I don't know if it's Yeah. You just caught the wrong team at the wrong time. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So TCU is just a just a hot team right now. Yeah. They're playing well. 
And okay. now they were, he might they were unranked uh, the first four weeks of the season, and they're in the national championship game. True. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. they, they came out of it. No one would have predicted them in the national championship. No. Game. Weren't they picked fifth in the Big 12? Seventh. Uh, seventh? They were picked seventh, seventh in the Big 12. Exactly. Nobody yeah. saw this coming. I mean, I think yeah. I saw an interview with Sonny Dice. They asked him, to go, what did you think when you took this team on? He goes, I didn't know what we had. Okay, so, I'll, give you, I'll give you some of that, but how do I say this? Uh, you had a month to get ready. You had a month to get ready for TCU. So did TCU. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right but you're going in with how do i say it i guess that you're going in favor you, there's nothing stopping you from they should at they least have obviously the bigger faster ten more talented team right on paper right on yeah. paper right you know what the difference was right max duggan it's yeah, max duggan coordinator. obviously was the, the offensive coordinator it's amazing what an offensive I'm coordinator sure. could do for you yeah. Well, you know, it's crazy to me. I, right. I didn't think I didn't think it was the offensive coordinator. I thought it was the defensive coordinator actually for TCU that I thought was better because I mean, you're talking about two pick sixes. You had, you had three total turnovers. I thought that the defensive coordinator for TCU actually was more significant than the OC. So that's I would give you that for my sure. thought. Um, Bana, because I mean, yeah, they gave up 45 points, but they created those turnovers and they were just harassing. Michigan's offense. I mean, it, nothing that Michigan did came easy at all. It looked like they were fighting for everything. Whereas there were some of the plays that TCU did that just flat out looked easy. Was, Their TCU's rushing game was awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, Mullins. They're, they're, the, the offensive line and defensive line for TCU yeah. was vastly more better, vastly better than I anticipated. Yeah. That's true, especially the defensive line. Like I said before, I didn't think the defensive line was going to hold up, but they got there was plenty of penetration that TCU had on that defensive line. And if, and if you outrush Michigan, that's a pretty darn good, you know, indicator. You're probably going to pull this game out if you outrush, yeah. outrush Michigan. So yeah, because I'd say throughout the season, TCU was all was known more for their passing game than they were for their rushing game. Yeah, but um, the fact that their TCU O line was making some nice massive holes it was yeah. pretty good it was insane and they did it with a backup running back yeah so is, what's the word what's the word on their starter anyway is he going to be ready for the georgia game or is he still questionable i haven't heard i haven't heard okay last i saw it was questionable but that was early in the week and i didn't know if there's anything was happening with that uh let's move on to the next one then uh georgia and uh ohio state that was that game did not play out the way I thought it was going to. I was kept waiting for Georgia to lay the smackdown on Ohio State, and Ohio State came out punching real hard. I will give um, – what's his name? Stroud. I will give him a whole lot of credit. I've been very uh, critical of him throughout the season, and I really didn't think he was all that. It was all that hype. He didn't deserve to be even considered for the Heisman Trophy. and But – in this game, that dude showed showed me a lot. He played really, really, really well and played hard. And, yeah, Ohio State just shocked the hell out of me in that game. Well, you know, the guy that stood up to me out in that game actually was not Stroud. I mean, Stroud played well. Don't get me wrong. Stroud played great. But I thought Marvin Harrison Jr. just couldn't be covered. It didn't matter yeah. if it was Ringo or anybody else that was covering him on the Georgia. That dude was – unreal and i didn't realize how much bigger he was than his dad oh yeah like he's so, he is much bigger and, yeah. and stronger than he is 
Yeah. So uh, George is probably really lucky that he got knocked out of the game. Oh, I think so too. And you talk about, like we were talking about earlier, like hits that look violent. That hit, he got destroyed. He got lit up. At the back of the end zone. Oh my And goodness. that was not targeted. That was just a really good hit. Yeah. That was by far. It was, and that, you said it looked way worse than it actually probably was. But anyway, yeah. um, do you have uh, going into a championship game with TCU and Georgia? Is there concerns in your minds with the Georgia defense after that showing with Ohio State? Yes. After seeing what TCU could do against Michigan, because honestly, throughout the year, Michigan's had a very good defense. They have, yeah. Um, probably not quite the caliber that Georgia has, but pretty dang close. And so to see TCU be able to do what they did against Michigan, and then Ohio State doing what they did against Georgia. I, in my opinion, I don't care what the better say. I think this game's even. Really? So the 12 and a, the 12 and a half point spread that it is right now, you think it's even? I think it's even. Mm-hmm. 12 and a half points, man. That's insane. I thought that, I thought that was complete disrespect <clears throat> to TCU at 12 and a half. Yeah. I could see a plus seven, but 12 and a half, I'm like, come on. Did you not watch the Michigan game? That's what I think in my mind. But. Right. That's I'm not obviously who person who controls that part of it, but in my mind, just like that's complete disrespect to TCU. I almost think for TCU to win that game. Are we talking about the game yet? Yes, we are. Okay, so my, for me, like last week, I said like TCU's got to jump on them early and kind of just hold on and try to outpunch them. But I, I think in this game, TCU has to jump out, but they got to slow the game down after that. You can't let Georgia's team get out there and get explosive like they do. You know, they like to run the ball, right? But TCU needs to really grind the clock, but but get points out of it, not score fast. They're going to have to have long, sustained scoring drives in the second half, I think. You think so? I think so. I think they're going to have to keep Georgia off the field as much as possible. Get a lead and keep Georgia off the field as much as possible. The thing that I concerns me with Georgia going to this game <clears throat> isn't so much their defense. I thought that Georgia was trying to be like Ohio State in the uh, Peach Bowl. I thought they were trying to be like Ohio State. They were trying to throw – like Stroud throws, and they were trying to put, like, pass or pass. And I was just like, dude, you need to turn around and hand the ball off. With that offensive line that you have, you should just turn the ball around, turn around and hand the ball off. I think for me going into this game, Georgia's going to make that a focus again. And for me, it's going to be the TCU defense again if they stand up and play well against that Georgia offensive line. If that happens, I think TCU can win that ball game because I think Duggan, which I lo- I'd love since it's been a I really do, but I think Duggan, arm-wise, is better than a Stetson Bennett. I mean, it's two walk-on quarterbacks. Isn't that crazy? From the past, you know? Yeah. So, John, get ready. Get ready, John. I just want it to be a great game. I want TCU to win, but I want it to be a good game. Yeah. Yeah? It scares, so, me, uh, that it, it scares me that it's going to be one of two things. It's either going to be a hotly contested TCU game or a JoJo blowout. Yes. You don't, you don't think it's – I don't think there's any mid-ground. Nothing in between. Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. I, th- I think what like what Cook was saying about TCU and Michigan is the same. Like TCU needs to jump on them or, or be hanging with them because if they start falling behind, I think that Georgia defensive line and, and those corners, I think they, they can start shutting things down. Start pinning the ears back. It's over. Mm-hmm. Well, that Ringo, Ringo versus Quentin Johnson is going to be an interesting matchup. Who, who wins that matchup is going to tell, tell us a whole lot about that. So, and then again, the TCU offensive line, if they can get a rushing attack going. So if Duggan gets loose, you know, it'd be interesting to see. Um, I'll say this for Georgia, having that 
scare against Ohio State probably helped them. Yeah. I if they would have blew Ohio State out, I think TCU could have snuck up on them and smacked them in the mouth and then ran away with it. Yeah. Well, I, and opposite, opposite, same thing for TCU. I think TCU has a ton of confidence after that sure. Michigan game yeah. going into it, knowing how physical Michigan was. In order to, and same thing with Georgia, how physical they're going to be at the line of scrimmage. I think TCU goes into it with a ton, with a ton of confidence, too, knowing like, hey, we can hold up with these guys for a full four quarters. But don't you think like if Georgia gets the ball first, they go down and score. TCU gets the ball and fumble, pick six, you know, short field, and then 14 nothing that they can start kind of like panicking a little bit. Like I think it's a, a tightrope they're on. I think yeah. he could, he's been a come behind all year though. Yeah, they've that's what I was those, thinking. They've been like behind. Sure. It's like but this, is, thing. this is Georgia. I like defending champ, like back to back. You know, this is these are the big boys. Yeah. yeah. It's different than, you know, uh, we fell behind to Baylor. <laughs> or Oklahoma State. And as uh, was it Kerry, who, who's someone stated last week, Big 12? Like, who, who are they? Who do they play? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, does that mean we're ready to pick them, gentlemen? Does that mean we're ready to pick this last game? This is pivotal for me and you. <laughs> <laughs> who's me and you? One game, one else's. Cooks last, carries first. Okay, all right. You can tie for second, or you can be third. <laughs> okay, you like these little matchups, apparently. So you love battling for like second, third, fifth, fifth. and sixth, baby. <laughs> uh, that's one thing we didn't get into with the Bills and Bengals game. We didn't even get into the fantasy ramifications for everything I, yeah, that was going I mean, on too. I mean, yeah, so, uh, yeah. I guess that's that's down the ladder. I guess that is. It's way down there. Okay. Um, all right. Mullins, since you are obviously the winner, you can, you'll go first. Uh, Cook, since you're the loser, you'll go last. <laughs> Why is it going to be a loser? <laughs> you're the loser. Else lost. Everybody else lost. Not everybody else won. You're the loser. <laughs> exactly. Loser Olympics. of the losers. Uh, John, yeah. John, do you want to go first in your pickup? Yeah, you I'll go, go first. first? I go first? Okay, yeah. then Mullins, then John, myself, and then Cook, you'll go last. I'll see you want mine first. Right. Yep. Yep. Watch yours first. Uh, I would love to see TCU win this game, but I think they're going to fall short. I think it's going to be Georgia. Okay. Okay. All, all, all season, been picking with with the old brain. Oh, where where's that got me? <laughs> this, time, <laughs> this time, we're going with the heart. TCU. Oof. TCU. I love that, John. I do. I love that a lot. Gary's scared to make that pick, but I'm not scared to make that that pick. Wow. Now we're calling people out on the pitch. That's right. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The first time I went with my heart because I believe that much. Oh, he wants to tie. He wants that second place. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I did. I believed in TCU. I did. And I thought that they showed up and did exactly what they were going to do. Do I think they'll be competitive in this game? I absolutely do. Right, but Georgia's been here and they've done it, and they've done it against who they've had to do it against, which was Bama, to get through it. They're here again to show who they are, and I think they will be great. But I think it still will be a great game, and I'm going to go with my head this time, and I'm going to go Georgia Bulldogs. That's interesting. This game against Ohio State with Georgia is not a anomaly. This is something that's happened throughout the entire season. They've played close games against under-ranked teams under them, teams that weren't supposed to be able to stand up to them. 
And because of that, I'm going to go with TCU. There you go. <laughs> Nice. Never, never underestimate the bloody eye of a horned frog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, this is going to be good. So, Cook, I'm glad you made your short your pick, even though it's irrelevant to the rest of us. Good job. Now, I don't feel confident that I agree with Cook on this. <laughs> <laughs> so, ask Purdy, ask Purdy about being Mr. Irrelevant. Mm, okay. Ooh, all right. We'll talk about that in a second, actually. Uh, John, just for a second, you and I follow soccer all the time, right? Oh, and I, do we want to even touch this whole Reina Burkhalter <laughs> fiasco before we get to the oh, NFL? Uh, I mean, I saw something yesterday, and it said he was being kind of investigated for something that happened, what, in the early 90s? Yes. 91. Oh, we're talking like 30 years ago. Okay, you know, however you feel about that. And then... I saw today that it was the, the the with the Reina family. I don't know if it was the son or the dad or, and I I remember when they were in Qatar that uh, was it is it Geo Geo Reina wasn't playing. I think he came into like one game and played mop up duty, and everyone was saying how he was supposed to be you know this kind of really good player, and so apparently that has spilled over into the Reinas attacking Burkhalter, and kind of like. John Grudening, like bringing up these emails and like posting all this stuff out in public, airing his dirty laundry. So I, I don't know what's going to happen with this. I like Burkhalter, so I hope he sticks around. I I, did, I saw something today that said he's he still can keep his job. Like this isn't like a definite he's going to lose his job or anything. But I didn't, I mean, it just seems kind of. I don't know, Bush League or low ball, dirty, like th- no need to do it like this. Yep. Is it is it this just team. me or is it this is this like uh, like petty like little league? Yeah, I was business. just gonna say that. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like it's the like, ultimate level of bickering over my kid not playing bully. Exactly right. Like my kid didn't play in the World Cup, so I'm gonna say something about it. Yeah. Is it not just the and and the crazy part about it is that these his parents order are make correct me if I'm wrong, John, but they're both you they all they both represent U.S. soccer, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like uh, Claudio, I think he's he was one of our better players back when he played. Yeah, and yeah, I think his mom played uh, on the national team as well. Yeah. So for to I mean to know that and to know that you know how do I say this? You're going to compete. You're going to play for your time, you know, and all that stuff. It, it, in my mind, that is the, those are two parents that understand what it takes to earn your play time, if that makes sense. And it's just like, we talk about just, like you said, cook. it's like the ultimate, just like my kid didn't play. So he, he I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to do something about it right in front of your face. Yeah. And, and even if the coach is benching him for something that's personal, and it has nothing to do with what he can do on the field. Like, it's just like, don't play on the national team. I, I'm sure they're, it's, they take it as a personal mark since they both played on national teams and they're like kind of, you know, the Mannings of soccer. And so, but yeah, it's just, to me, I would be embarrassed if I was the son. I'd be like, well, you know, stay out of my business. I don't need you to fight my fight for me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then it makes yeah. it look like he's just like hiding behind mom and dad. He looks like Eli. Nah. <laughs> wow. Ooh, maybe so. Why not? Two Super Bowls. Yeah, I was gonna say two Super Bowls. Eli. Two, that guy. No, talk about the draft, about draft, draft night. I'm just. I didn't say he was a good player. Talking about draft night. That draft night mess was 
terrible. You know it was. I'm not going to go to San Diego. Come that, on. That's, that's uh, what your boy John Elway did. He's, he's not my boy. Who said he's yeah, not my boy? Cook, Cook's boy. Oh. <laughs> John Elway's dad didn't do it for him. John no. Elway did it. How do you that's know? True. That's Manning true. Archie Manning made it very public that he was saying they're not, he's not going there. Yeah, that's true. No. So is this, are we moving on from soccer? I got one more. No, thing to say. Wow. Go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Never in my life have I ever in my life ever thought this would happen. But on Christmas Day, the there most popular go. thing that happened was my kids got FIFA 23. There right, was how, how excited were they fighting over that damn game <laughs> than anything. And it's always I'm Mbappe. No, I'm going to be Mbappe. I'm playing with France. Ah, it's just it's it's a constant fight. I love it. You're going to have they, soccer children. I love it. They play that game more than anything. I'm just like, gosh, you're driving me nuts with the soccer. You're going to have like, to get them jerseys now. Yeah, you are. Wow. They already asked. They already asked. Jason wants an Mbappe jersey. Yeah. You, you see, need to get him a Pulisic. And, and you were worried about us, the influence we were going to mm-hmm. have on them. You are, that's what you were worried about. You know what? It happened yeah. on its own. That's, that's yeah. karma right there. That's some karma natu- on your own. It happened naturally, didn't it? And I will say Maybe. this too, you know, we talked about the NBA too, how it seems to be dropping. Yeah. My son loves the NBA as well. It's it's amazing to me. I would say f- football's like it's not the clear cut favorite. It's got competition from NBA and soccer in this house, but those two. I, I, you didn't raise that boy right. <laughs> I know. Not nice. both love the NFL. And they still love the NFL, but it's just like it's like right there, man. It's My like, son's the same way. He, he's an NBA guy. I have, a, I have a question to you guys. And I was thinking about this the other day because I haven't really watched any NBA. And last night I was watching the Stars and Kings before I changed it for a little bit. But I was watching Stars and Kings. Victory. Is it, is it because we don't have a, a popular superstar? Like I know LeBron James is out there and some people really do like LeBron. I'm not saying that he's not popular. But like for us, like we're – we're kind of like past the LeBron age. We're looking for that next superstar, right? We want Giannis, and I want Giannis to be the focus, or Luka Doncic to be the focus superstar going in. But is it? Do you think part of it is that just the viewership? There's like there's not a likable, in a sense, superstar out there. Like no, Michael Jordan, everybody loved Michael, right? At least I think I they did. I don't know about that. I could be wrong. Everybody, everybody, I think everybody I mean, appreciated Michael. I don't think everybody loved okay. Michael. Okay. Okay. I mean, I think there's plenty of guys out there. I just think you're just. you're just not watching it or you're like you said you're too old i mean there's there's bookers there's trey youngs there's steph curry's there's plenty of luca play there's luca luca yeah john morant there's plenty of guys out there i'll I'll say this yeah but i don't think those are the guys are the face of the nba right now the face of the nba is they are yeah i think i think think you're just they are buddy too old you think so yeah boomer i think it's a boomer thing sosa you think so i think i really do Okay. It might be. John Morant and all that. My kids walk around. They're down there playing NBA 2K, and there's arguments over. And one thing I do like about them playing the NBA 2K is they're getting to know some of the older players. Mm -hmm. So there's this mode where you can go through, and you can go through the all-time greats and pick your players, right? Mm -hmm. And there's always a fight over who's going to get Luka, who's going to get John Morant, and that. But when it gets down to the last two, three picks, I heard the guys, the boys, they're like, I'm getting David Robinson. Or I'm getting – I'm like, what? You know who David Robinson is? That's great. (laughs) But there's always a fight over against Michael. Always. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I bet. But so. I, th- I, I do think the current players, though, we don't connect with them. You know, yeah. okay. like the younger, 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 like the younger folks do. Yeah, we're 20 wow. plus years folks. older than these guys. Yeah. And we just don't connect with we're them. We're double I, their I really age. I do think it's a boomer thing. Do you think so? 
I could get behind that. I could. That's a I'd good, say none of those answer. dudes in the NBA would drive me absolutely freaking nuts if I had to hang out with them. <laughs> well, I don't think it's so much like hanging out with them. It's just one of those things like, and maybe the same thing for us. Maybe whenever we grew up and Michael was the superstar, right? People that were older than us, they were like, well, Michael's not, you know, Oscar Robertson. You know, he's not him. Yeah. So yeah. might be the same thing. You might be right. So good point. Good point. Man, it sucks to get old. Then. I mean, not everyone like – Michael Jordan and LeBron are in every commercial, right? When they when they were in their primes, and like even Kobe, he was. I mean, he was in some commercials. He's in a ton. Like, Kev, when's the last time you saw Kevin Durant in a commercial? And he's probably uh, one of the best players playing right now. Steph Curry is in everything. Yeah, he is. There's cer- certain guys just they're just that's not their deal. That's, I mean, Tim right. Duncan's the best power forward ever. He maybe in four commercials. <laughs> and they were all HEB commercials. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, local San Antonio HEB commercials. That was it. And yeah, usually, if he was in a commercial, it was like he was barely even talking in it. The only commercial I can even remember him in was with David Robinson that Gillette commercial, where he David Robinson was teaching him how to shave. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the only commercial I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's old. And that commercial is okay. older than a lot of people who watch the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> Not older than Mullins, though. That's good. Well, very, very few things are. <laughs> <laughs> like sand isn't. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, By the way, boy. I've even Go heard ahead, that, that Mullins, you know, had some advisory stuff on, you know, with, with God to help pick the color of sand. Oh, wow. Wow. Sorry, you got voted against purple. <laughs> <laughs> There's purple sand out there. <laughs> hey, did, speaking of purple, I, I know this is also. Did, did you know you can have purple eyes? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, was, didn't uh, Elizabeth Taylor have purple eyes? Uh, yes. I don't know. I but yeah, I was. We were doing some FBI training, and they were talking about um, different eye shades, and they were talking about that purple is a legitimate color. I was like, "What? That's crazy! Purple? That is insane! What kind of DNA string that has to? I don't know. Sequences have that? to happen for purple eyes. Alien, Rap- raptor, or something? Ooh, Maybe raptor. That's pretty. That's a good eyes. <laughs> Uh, all right. Before we go to the NFL, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but Matrix, Mattress Mac apparently is making some huge bets on the TCU Georgia game. So, oh boy, who's yeah. he picking? Who's he picking? Gambling uh, issues. TCU. Yeah, he is. One point yep. five million dollar bet. Yep. Yep. That is one dude loves to bet. To make a bet. Oh, he's got a gambling. That dude. He's a degenerate. <laughs> Don't say that about Mattress Mac. Come on, dude. I love Mac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on everything, though. Cook, are you ever going to bucks? Are you going to try to take advantage of one of his deals? No. Come on, Cook. I, I almost did in 2017 with the Astros. I was like, oh, I think they're going to win it, but I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I didn't even uh, think about cook. it, or I would have done it this past year. Done what? Oh, I done the uh, go buy the stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's changed it a couple times. One time it was like, if you buy whatever, but Is then like two thousand. Now it's like you got to buy like five thousand dollars worth of stuff. Yeah, it's not like yeah, it's not very. It's not like oh, I can go buy a, a couple of pieces. It's like you got to like furnish the house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, do you feel confident in them or not? No, not <laughs> not not to put that kind of money on it. <laughs> not at uh, all. Hey, if you want to, on any game. hey, if you want to, there's some predictions that got sent out there earlier. I, I sent them to the whole group. So you can take a look at those. Exactly. Maybe there's there's a mattress Mac in uh, Oakland. You can pick the A's. Oh, there you go. That's okay. Or That's okay. Vegas. Or Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that the A's are dead ass last. 
Dead ass last. <laughs> they were sick of them. They didn't finish dead ass last. They're the they're the the cook of uh, college chickens. <laughs> oh, oh man, that's nice. Well, at, le- at least I just stayed there and blow my leads to get there. Wow. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say something wrong? <laughs> that, was that a call horse? <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> All right, let's move to the NFL, and uh, I think I think I want to talk about the uh, hopeful future of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. And did, y'all, did y'all watch any of that game? I don't know how much you yeah. watched. Yeah, was... I, well, I was paying attention on uh, NFL Red Zone. Yeah, so they showed I quite mean, a bit of he it. He came out, and I mean, you talk about. Carr, who's played for what nine seasons for the the Raiders, and I've never had a, like a one of my favorite players be forgotten so fast in all my life. <laughs> I, I was just like, why the hell didn't we get rid of him a long time ago? I was like, that guy was a bum. Like, oh my god, still, I know it was one game, but I mean, I was still just like, this. He was lighting it up. Now I don't know if that was just lightning in a bottle or what, but I mean, that was nice. It looked it. I tell you what, I wasn't watching it. I didn't have resume or anything, but I was just keeping track of it on my my phone and just checking and just seeing that the whatever Maybe, the pop ups. I mean, were. it was clean. He was making decisive decisions. It was like you know, go through your reads, throw, go through your reads. No one's there. Run like and Carr will like you know he's in the pocket. He's looking. He's looking sack. I mean, he was either throwing it. He didn't get sacked one time, or I he think, was running it. I think it's a genetic thing with him. Really? Yeah, oh, <laughs> just getting David. sacked. Yeah, his car was bad at it too. He's constantly doing this. He did with just kind of hang in the pocket too long. But I mean, he was, and, and I've never, I don't know if I've ever even seen Stidham play except in mop up duty. And he looked good. I just remember him from his few games over at, in Auburn when he was in Auburn for, I think, for a year. And mm-hmm. I wasn't blown away by him. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Auburn. And so when he performed the way he did, I was like, dang, I really thought, because going into the game, I was like, Stidham reasonably three interceptions against the San Francisco defense is not probably not, it's probably could happen. I was thinking three interceptions, you know, possibly at the most two, maybe, maybe 200 yards passing total, not what he looked like and performed against the Niners, especially the Niners of all teams, the Niners. Yeah. The best defense. I was getting real worried, but he played well. Oh, Look you good. know, you said you weren't unimpressed. You were unimpressed with him at Auburn. I don't think anybody was impressed with Brady at Michigan either. Yeah, that's what yeah. was the exact same thing I was thinking. Well, and maybe that has something to do with it because he he has been with McDaniel's all that time in New England. So I mean, he knows the system, and from what I understand, it's a complicated system to pick up. So, and I was like, oh, good. At least we have you know, if all else fails, you know, if all these other big swings they're talking about. At least we have Stidham, but then I realized he's a free agent too, so we <laughs> still got to sign him. Yeah, could probably get him a whole lot cheaper. Well, that's, that's true. probably true. Um, can we talk about the uh, Packers for a second and how all of a sudden they're eight and eight? And if they win this Sunday, they are in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers and the freaking Packers are in the playoffs. I Don't saw ever count that dude out. Exactly right. I saw a stat today that said I think it was week ten. They had a three percent chance to make the playoffs. Golly, that's stupid. And here they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I, the I, same I, with the Buccaneers, though. Like they've just been hanging on and hanging on, and then they they're in the playoffs. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, 
there was every every sign, in my opinion, for the Packers to not make the playoffs and for Rodgers to finally leave was happening halfway through the season. We have rookie wide receivers. There is no chemistry with these guys. Yeah, the defense is pretty good. Keeps them in ball games. Rodgers looks listless sometimes. Like he doesn't even want to be there, right? And now this dude is a freaking game away from being in the playoffs. I'm mean, like, like, come on, really? There were there were moments during the season you, you could tell he was like, I'd rather be out here eating shrooms somewhere. Yeah. You and eating shrimps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, now he's talking with all this confidence. He's like, you know, doing his whatever State Farm double check belt thing that he does or whatever, you know? I'm just like, come on. Don't act like you've been this way this whole season, fully engaged. I'm just like, no, no. Anyway, I think that's what bothers me the most about it. Uh, it's, it's kind of the same way with like New England and Pittsburgh. Like I, I, I counted them out mentally like weeks oh, yeah. ago, and now they're still Pittsburgh. Once again, you cannot kill a Tomlin team. I swear, you cannot though. And that's my that's my point was just the fact that how good is Tomlin coaching this year again to one possibly not have another losing season, and then two to get in the playoffs with a rookie quarterback that started Game Four. Was it right? Was Game Four? He came uh, in picked yeah. And so game four of the season, you have a rookie wide receiver that's probably your number one guy, and then your number two running – a second-year running back in Najee Harris. I'm just like – and apparently a growing steady defense, T.J. Watt. I'm just like – I'm impressed. I didn't think the Steelers would do squat this year. I didn't think they'd be anywhere close to what they're doing. That's the same with – when we did our picks or whatever, I had the Giants winning two games, and they're in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we talked about before, even, even the Lions are making their run that they are. I mean, the Lions need some help, of course, this weekend. But, I mean, the Lions are 8-8 eight and eight and made a, made a run, and they're, you know, at least a win and a, some help away from getting into the playoffs. So if the Lions beat the Packers, they're not in? I thought that was a win and in. I thought they have to – I thought they needed some more help after that. I could be wrong. Mm, I, I, yeah, I, I the Lions are right behind the Packers. Because I think normally when they put them on Sunday night like that, it's yeah. it's they don't want to have any variables. It's just win or take it's off. It's basically take a off? playoff game. Okay. Yeah. Well then, there you go. That's so going to be a all, really good game then. And and I think we all agree at the beginning of the season, none of us saw. I mean, Seattle's still in it for a playoff spot too. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. a lot of these teams much better than we thought, and teams like the Raiders, who we thought were going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and two teams that really scare me going into this playoffs too is one obviously the Niners, right? Niners with that defense, obviously in a running game, scared the crap out of me. But the Chargers too. Let's talk about the Chargers for half a second. They're getting healthy. No, they are going to look. They're going to be a dangerous team in the playoffs. I wouldn't be no. surprised if they knock off a Chiefs or a Bengals no. on the way. No, who? No, who? Chargers. You don't oh, think no the way. Chargers will be dangerous going into the playoffs? No, because no. their coach will be like, "Hey, I, it, it says here I got a fifty-one percent chance if I go for it on my own five-yard line." <laughs> He's Let's not Lane it. Kiffin. He's not Lane Kiffin, dude. Come on now. He's pretty bad. You, you forget about- all he had to do was what, like down the ball and tie last year. They would have made the playoffs, but he went for it and he didn't make it against the Raiders in that final game you know, on Sunday night. And he missed yeah, the playoffs yeah. for being a jackass. <laughs> That's just going to say, you guys don't like the guy from the Eagles. I, I don't like the Chargers coach. Is it Staley? Is that a name? Yeah. He just yeah. looks like a, yeah, he just yeah, like him a- and, and, and Hackett, but I liked Hackett because he was dumb. <laughs> he needed to stick around because <laughs> now I'm hearing like uh, D'Amico Ryan's to the Broncos or even Jim Harbaugh 
Like, I've heard him John, Jim Harbaugh's been talking to the Panthers, actually. Yeah, he's yeah. been talking to the Panthers. I've heard Panthers yeah. and Broncos. I think Broncos reached out to him last week to see his interest in going to the NFL. No. And but the if you're about Harbaugh, do you, do you leave Michigan? No, he keeps entertaining it. I don't know why you believe Michigan. I mean, you should I think be gold there from that from now on. Yeah, it's it's leverage though. That's, that's the only thing I think he's doing. It's just <laughs> leverage. Just like, hey, like they're gonna give me an extra half a million dollars. More maybe that. maybe with the all the the uh, transferring and all the other stuff. Maybe he's just like he just wants to go back to the NFL. Yeah, but he's that finally where it. he wants to be. Like he, you beat Ohio State twice. You're in the college football playoff. I mean, you're at the peak of what you've tried to do for the past. What eight years, nine years he's been there? Yeah. So I mean, outside of the bowl losses he's had. I meant to ask that earlier. Does the portal ever close? I'm sick about the portal. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing about Thank it. Thank you. What is uh, the portal? <laughs> yes. Actually, I think it stays <laughs> open. <laughs> They're like reaching their arm, grabbing the hat through like Indiana Jones style. There's it's yeah. closing. It may be open until National Signing Day, but I can't. Yeah, we should have been on YouTube. Yeah, we have a whole month of this crap. I'm so sick of it. I swear every day it's like, well, someone's going to jump. Who gives a crap anymore? I swear that in the middle of the season that somebody played for one team and then next week he was on a different team. Like they, it's been going on since last January. Uh, come on. You have to, this is, this is the, this is the college football game now. There it's. This is the purity of the game right here. The transfer they, portal is pure. But they need football. like one month of portal. One month? That's too Not much. Any, two weeks. Exactly. Thank you. Dude, 14 days for all this sure. to shake uh, out. Well, I was trying to yeah. be a little nice. Okay, and two weeks. I'm fine with that too. And you don't open the portal until after the national championship game. Oh, there you go. I like that. Quit, quit taking attention from all the bowl games and the national yeah, championship. I like Nobody that. Wants to, no one wants to hear that crap. No, you need the attention because you, you got to get the NIL money now. You have to have the attention. You wait until after signing day. That way you can see who all's coming in to take your job. And then yeah. you can transfer out. You've got, <laughs> yeah. you've got until signing day until, I don't know, sometime in February. And then boom. Let's John just transfer it. a portal to the NFL. Let me be president of this stuff. I'll figure it out. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the last thing that I needs got to happen, this. John. I got this. The, the jaws will be like, your portal's closing. Your portal's I'll be like, closing. oh, by the way, we're not calling it a portal anymore because that's stupid. Okay? <laughs> we're going to call it uh, free agency. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nobody's going through like a magic tube and being teleported somewhere. This isn't a portal. Okay? What? What? That's what a portal we is. We How come we didn't talk about the Aggies and NCAA when, when we talked about NCAA? We didn't talk about it. We skipped straight to the NFL and missed it. So, well, oh, oh, you mean the glorious new OC we have? You can do it now. Mullins oh, got something God. to say. Let's do it now. Because well, I it. wanted to hear what Mullins had to say. Yeah, about I want to hear what like Mullins has to say. And then before, before he gets in his little rant, I wanted to know, what's up with this crap with Owens? Like, yeah, I went to a because I'm probably going to make six figures. What is that? I'm going to make What's wrong with that? It's, 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 there's nothing to hide anymore. What's wrong with saying There's nothing to hide. Pay that, man. think I'm done. it's. This is pure college football now. Embrace it. Embrace everything. I'm doing it. You know I'm, how I, I, I am. Just you know how right Sosa is like boomer with the NBA. He doesn't understand the young kids. This that's yeah. you with the college. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with it. I just can't. These kids get off my lawn and go under portals. <laughs> wow. I'm glad John is the the, the young one around here to help I'm out the young with all one. this stuff. Mm. So mm. Jake mm. Paul. That's right. All this other crap going on. Anyway, Mullins, go ahead and go on your rant. Go ahead, Mullins. Oh, I don't have a rant. Petrino, you've been asking. You said you had something to say. You wanted Petrino all season. (laughs) Yeah. Like, please give me. I got something. Exactly. That's what I've been saying. I wish they would uh, get Petrino because you know he's he's such a offensive mastermind. 
Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Is that all you're gonna crap. say? Oh, here we go. Here we go. That's what I'm talking oh, about. If you look at this dude's track record, basically, you know, he goes to a school and he farts around there for a year and then gets a better <laughs> offer and takes off. And then sometimes he don't even get to that school before he changes his mind and takes off. He was supposed to be UNLV's offensive coordinator this year. That was announced like a month ago. And and then all of a sudden, here he is, you know, supposed to now go to be the AM. I mean, what happens halfway through the season and somebody offers him another coaching job, he's going to leave before he even finishes the season because that's what this be guy a, does. A coaching transfer portal, John. I yeah. Mean, I mean, don't forget when he would uh, coach four games for the Atlanta Falcons and they quit. Yeah. For, it, it just, yeah <laughs> he was sucking ass there and then just was like, ah, I can't handle this. I'm out. See you later. You know, this guy is no good, you know, and, it, they and, and then you know yeah they say he's such this huge mastermind of offense you know and uh, he hasn't really won anything yeah he had a couple of good years when he was at L, uh, Louisville the mm-hmm. first time um, but the second time he was there he didn't do all that great and the only reason he did is because of Lamar Jackson and then once Jackson was gone. He started second ass there, and then they said, "Hey, you got to hit the road because you're no good." And then so then he goes to Arkansas, has an affair with this young girl. Hey, they were just riding on a motorcycle together. <laughs> literally, literally hit the road. Yeah, they literally and then he hit the road. Yeah, and then gets kicked out there, and then basically goes into oblivion. Now we're going to revive this dude's career, and. And he probably will. He probably will come into AM. The offense is going to start clicking and mm-hmm. he's going to look like this mad genius. And like I said, he's going to get a head coaching job at the end of the season and be gone. So, what good is this going to do us at all? What I worry about is everybody goes, Oh, this dude's the solution. And they fire Jimmy and hire him. Oh, oh yeah. That, God. Work. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's First keep the all, interns away from him. Oh. That's allegedly. Hey, hey Mullins. That's not up. a legend. Gloves up, Mullins. Keep your gloves <laughs> yeah, up, Mullins. Keep them up, okay? Yeah. <laughs> That's factual. Uh, <laughs> Just don't like the guy. Okay. That's fair. Uh, okay. I'll tell you this. There is plenty of, how do I say it? Texas ties, OCs that have, like, you know, you know, have Texas high school ties or, you know, that were previous AM grads or grad assistants, any of these guys, there's a number of guys out there that have AM ties that would be a great, in my mind, a great fit and a better seller yes. of AM than anybody than than Bobby Petrino. Of all the guys that we could have gone out there have gotten, I'm not saying that we had to get Garrett O'Reilly, I mean Garrett O'Reilly, Garrett Riley. You know, we didn't have to get him, but yeah, we that's, did. It would have been great, right? It would have been it would have been great to get him, right? Everybody's after him right now, you know. But if we didn't get yeah. him, there's plenty of other OCs out there that we could have acquired or whatever signed. That in my mind, I'm with Mullins. That could have totally outshined just the name Bobby Petrino, right? And go out there. And my my issue is selling A and M right to the guys out there. Not just so much what you're going to do on the field, but it's also to sell A and M as a brand. Then the guys that I either come from here or been OCs here or assistants here and know the atmosphere and know what it's like to play here and understand what's required. And then to go out there and sell it, those are the guys as I, I wanted. And for me, that was the problem I had with Petrino is that 
is he going to be a guy that can actually that you're going to listen to knowing that Mullen said his history when he's trying to sell A&M to you to come over to play at Kyle Field. Are you going to do that? Are you going to listen to him? That's what I problem I have with him. Yeah, why are we going for some of these young guys? Like you say, you know, some of these guys that have ties here in the state or even in anywhere in the South. And some some young, promising guys that have better relay, relatability to the young players that they're trying to recruit. But no, we keep hiring these old dudes that, you know, they're washed up. Do you think that's a Jimbo thing? Like he just wants like good old boys with him rather than like I think so. train like a young guy? Yeah. He's yeah, like so-so so. with the NBA. He's like, I don't know these young kids. They don't understand <laughs> offenses. <laughs> I don't think there's a, an offensive coordinator around like we used to in my day. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like a hundred of them and yeah, he just doesn't probably see so. it. I, and this is what we've talked about before. Like I, I've told you before, like I, I, I can appreciate a Nick Saban for the fact that he's, a, he's adaptive. He understands what's going on for him to keep winning and to be at the top. He knows who to get and when to get them and how to get them. Right. And I don't see the same thing from Jimbo. I don't see a Jimbo willing to adapt being that, you know what? This is not who we are. This is not the NCAA football that it used to be when I won that national championship in 2013. It's 10 years ago. It's got to be different. It's got, I have to adapt. And if that means I bring somebody else in to show me how to do it, then that's what I do. And that's what I don't see happening at Jimbo. Yeah. What if we would have waited literally like one more week and uh, Mr. Uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, Mr. Arizona Cardinal oh. gets fired. Oh, Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury. <clears throat> would you have rather had him? I would. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I absolutely. Yeah, sure. because well, yeah, he's a young. You could probably get him in a week if, yeah, if he could. wanted to go back to college. Level. You could probably had that set up ahead of time. You could probably contact him right now and be like, hey, you want to come on down? Sure. I'm leaving at the end of the season. Let's go. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking. That's what I'm saying. That That's on Jimbo in my mind. Then that's on Jimbo and his mindset, how he wants for the team. And if he's not willing to embrace the current state of NCAA football, then that's on him. I mean, and, and Kingsbury's got AM ties, and we, we were at our best when he was here with Manziel. Yep. And we have, oh, look, another new, you know, kind of type of quarterback like that here. I mean, I think it would have been a perfect fit. I think so, too. And I think Kingsbury would be here at least two or three years before he took another head coaching job. So that's yeah. just in my opinion. Yeah. opinion. I mean, he – I mean, it, depending on what happens to Jimbo, he could have supplanted him. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, I I hit the transfer portal. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you going to Colorado now? With will you go with Prime? I don't know. Maybe I'm considering it. You're considering it. <laughs> Just know when you show up that you know you're you're going to be ready to win and make somebody yeah. lose their job there. Yeah, I've, I've got true. my luggage with me. Okay, your luggage. <laughs> Probably not very heavy, though. <laughs> <laughs> you better pack light, yeah. Cook. You better pack light. Yeah. You may not be there long. And don't unpack. Yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> uh, make sure your ticket isn't just one way. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else yeah. before we move on for more NFL before we Sorry. I had up? to hear Bullets rant. No, I, you're perfect. I, I missed that on what I needed to do anyway. Perfect. Um, I'll say this about the NFL since we're jumping back into it. I'm with Mullins. If the freaking Cowboys would have taken care of business against the Jags Ooh. or the Packers, would be in freaking first place right now. Number one seed. Number one seed. That's what kills me about this whole weekend. Yep. Oh. And it was dumb choices that made him lose those games. Yes. Sosa's getting rolled up. 
Well, it's true though. I mean, I'm it. Okay, I, I'm not saying this is the best Cowboys team, right? This, but we've had a, this is a really good Cowboys team. This defense is set is good enough. If we could get healthy, right? If we had a bye week, we'd probably be healthy for that first round bye, right? You and, might get one. Yeah, maybe we'll see. It's still it's still out there, right? It's still out there. Well, um, I mean, depending on what they the Hamlin situation. That's true. Yeah. Um, but to to have that and to have Dan Quinn probably finish the year because he's going to be a head coach probably next year somewhere, right? And it's just frustrating as can be to have, like Mullen said, a couple of just bonehead stupid plays would win one of those games. And that deep pass that Moore threw on third down in the freaking Jags game. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. You you run the ball, get the last time out, right? And all of a sudden, that whole game changes, and you're tied right now, at least right now, with the Eagles, you know, for the yep. number one seed in the division. Pisses me off. Actually, we would be We would have it all outright. We have the, the tiebreaker with Philly. Yes. So we would we would be in first place right now. Do we know if Hertz is playing this week? This is what I've heard is that he's I'm I've heard that he's not playing this week, or most likely not gonna play. But I've also heard that his injury is way more than what's being led. Yeah, I heard it could be season ending. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, that the opens case, the door. It's it's big trouble for them. Yeah. And I'll say one thing too, like I did not expect the Eagles to lose to the Saints. I figured it'd be close because the Saints defense is pretty good. But Dalton played well and Minshew did not look like Minshew the way he played against the Cowboys. Dalton played out of his mind. What did he like? 15 or 15 at one point or something like that. And he's pissed y'all cut him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't playing against us. I was saying. He was upset. He wanted to screw you all over. That helped. That helped us. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and the Cowboys themselves, like even the Titans game, like I know, I know we won the game, but God, I'm just like, why didn't we just take care of business in the first half like we were supposed to, yeah. right? And just – Squash as that's what bothers me about that game too, or that Thursday night game, which is we just not handle business that we were, we should have. And good teams handle their business when they're supposed to. They played sloppy yeah. and non-energetic. It's it's like they really didn't even want to be there. It that game was pathetic, mm-hmm. even though we won. It still yeah. it was not a good win. No, it wasn't. Uh, Cook, are the, you said the Texans have wrapped up the first round draft pick. Right? I mean, actually, they have pick. not. Oh, they have not. They have not. If they win this week and then the Bears lose, the Bears get the first pick. So, with that said, my thought was this this week Titus Howard played quarterback in high school. We should test him out. And see <laughs> oh, what we have. oh, Lord. And see what we have in Titus Howard. You know, we've, we've given wow. Jeff Driscoll a chance, we've given Jack Donkey Mills a chance. Let's, let's, uh, let's give Titus Howard a chance and see what we got in him. You know what I was thinking? If you're going to go that way, why not just get Rex Burkhead some reps at quarterback? You know what? That? That's a great idea. Send him <laughs> out of his NFL career, his yeah. last game ever, yeah. at playing quarterback. I mean, you, re- you go ahead. You play the Colts, so you can beat the Colts. I know. <laughs> if you look at the ESPN analytics, we have an 82% chance. To I beat think the, the, the only thing in your favor is that the Bears are going against the Vikings, and the Vikings uh, are seeing that they have, a, uh, they have an opening to maybe get, you know, uh, set, what they're in second, third right now, or second? The Vikings. Yeah. So like the Eagles, second. But if the Eagles lose, right, they can take right. one. Yeah. 
yeah. So the Vikings are going to be actually playing for real. Justin Fields is out this week. He's not, oh, he's well not then, playing. Do you, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, we got to lose. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we got to lose. We have uh, to lose this week. Well, you're not going to, okay. I'll, okay. If you even if it falls that way, like going looking into the future, you're not going to lose a quarterback because I don't think the Bears. No, but we lose all the leverage for that first pick. We're not taking a quarterback the first pick. I guarantee it. They want to drop down and they want to have that first pick so everybody can move up to get what they, who they want. They mm-hmm. want the first pick. And I can't well, I guarantee you, Lovey Smith's going to screw this up and win the ball game and win the game. Yeah. And then, most and then mocks, they're going to fire him for it. Most mocks <laughs> I see, you're picking some defensive player, either Georgia or Alabama. And then you're getting a quarterback with your second bit. Yeah. With like so, kind of whoever's left. I still think you'll get something though at the number two slot though. I mean, it may not be as heavy as the one, but you're going to get extra draft picks out of that. I don't like it. We didn't do all this work this year to have the second pick. All this work. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I didn't Allegedly. go through all this misery and all this shenanigans every week. That this they call this is going to be like the Spurs. They're going to get third. They're not going to get Scoot or Wimbenyama. Yeah, and they're yeah. going to get like somebody, uh, Smith from uh, Arkansas or something. Yeah, I, I, I didn't of, suffer through this crappy ass season to have the second pick in the draft. Think anybody? I don't. I don't think you suffered. I think if anybody suffered this season, it's definitely John. Thank yes. you, John has suffered. Like I was listening to you <laughs> do earlier, going, man, you know, against Jacksonville, if we just, if, if we could have beat the Rams, if we could have beat the Colts, if we could beat the Steelers, I mean, we were still alive for a playoff spot up until the the loss in overtime to the 49ers. I'm like all those other three stupid ass losses, then we could be in the playoffs. Like, as bad as we have talked about the Raiders, we were still alive for a playoff spot. Yeah, I don't think you can you compare your misery to John's misery. Look, look at him. Look at his misery. I would agree. The heartbreak he's gone through so bad. I don't have any hair to pull. It's, the whole point was to get the first round pick this year, is to get the first pick. I, I don't want the second pick. They better not win this week. I swear, okay. man. Oh. No, okay. you're going to win. I'm you are going to win. They can put Chris Burkhardt at quarterback this week. He'll throw for 500 yards and 10 You'll still win. Something stupid. Yeah, the, the Colts are, are horrible right yeah, now. Aren't win. they starting Erlenmeyer? What's that dude's name? Sam Ellinger. Yeah, and he starting? Yeah. I don't know if he's yeah, starting. Yeah, because I think Wentz got hurt. Or not Wentz. Um, who's their other guy? Yeah. Foles. Oh, Foles got hurt. Foles, Nick Foles. Yeah, Foles. 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 And, I, Foles and I think they're done with uh, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. It's nah. gonna be Ellinger, dude. <laughs> they don't have Taylor. And you yeah. know what? It's gonna be a double screwing, is what it's gonna be, because we're gonna beat the Colts, and because we tied the Colts at the beginning of the season, that's why they have the tiebreaker. It's gonna be a double Colts screw. <laughs> a double. Okay. Thank you, John, for the visuals. Thank you. <laughs> Stop it, John. Uh, oh golly. <laughs> Again, if this thing was streaming live, would be awesome right now. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about it, like even the bonehead stupid things, right? We talked about beginning of the show before we recorded. Obviously, is Rivera and the whole Wentz, I guess, uh, he's a moron trial. I don't know what we were doing there. He's literally an idiot. And now you know that you got you're gonna get eliminated from this. I'm just like, come on, man, pay attention. It was, it was almost like he was like, well, I'm gonna put Wentz in. It's not like we could lose and get eliminated. Oh, we got eliminated. Oh, crap. <laughs> All right, well, I'll put Heineke back in. I'm sure the locker room hates him right now. Oh, you know they do. And remember, Cook was calling this out like real early in the season. What did he he leave one of his uh, quarterbacks out to dry? He was blaming him for something. He was blaming Carson Wentz. He was blaming him out to dry, man. Yeah. Rivera's got to go. Go retire. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It is time. That that was what he did was inexcusable. And then to try to 
cover his butt by like, oh, well, I, I didn't know about the elimination because I'm focusing on winning. Well, you're doing a crappy job at that, too. So <laughs> your job is to know everything you're an idiot. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's my excellent point. That was going to be mine. You got to know everything's going on. You have to know every single tiebreaker is going to happen to your team for you to get into the playoffs. And I mean, what what about Heineke makes him think that Wentz was going to give them a spark and win? I mean, Heineke's the one that gave him a spark. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, everybody likes playing for Heineke too. Like all exactly. the players, everybody says it. All the players like playing. Then you're you're yeah. messing with locker room stuff too. Anyway, yeah, no sense whatsoever in that whole thing. The John Hamilton move. Yeah, I'm like Heineke. Everyone wants to play for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you missed yeah. what I said. Like, I'm a locker room leader. <laughs> what do you mean? Yes, that's what I. I think everybody says that about. I'm, you, a, I'm a guy's guy. Leader. I'm a guy's guy. Wow, a guy guy. You, you, you stretched it too far there. You were yeah. going pretty good, and then you went too far. So. Like t- team leader. You know what I mean, guys? Team uh, leader. Nope. Wow. Don't know at all. Well, the Texans also, I'm hearing that we're, it sounds more and more like we're going to fire Lovey Smith. Yeah. And you should. So we're just yeah, you should have done that. You shouldn't have hired him, but that's fine. But you're going to hire Rivera. They didn't want to hire him. They wanted Doug Mullins. God bless you. Why you got to be nice? That's not nice. They wanted to hire Jack Donkey uh, McCowan. Jack Donkey? Everyone's a Jack Donkey. They wanted to hire McCowan this last year. I'm glad they didn't do that either, but man, it's just. Listen. I want to know what the definition of Jack Donkey is. Right? (laughs) Cook, you just, I I see it all now. You're going to get Rivera. You're going to trade for Derek Carr. Everything's going to work out. You're only going to, it's only going to cost you one of your first rounders and a second rounder. No, it won't. And you'll have Rivera John. and Carr, and it'll be the new era. I'm yeah. going to punch you in the, the face. The new era happened. with Rivera. But you, know, you know what's crazy about it, though, is that all of these former, like, Texan coaches and players mm-hmm. just out there just doing their thing with other teams, you know? Mike Vrabel, D'Amico Ryan, Ryan you know, all these guys that were just right there for you guys to choose JJ. from. JJ. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. what they'll do. They'll hire JJ Watt as a head coach. No. That'll go well. No, he wants to retire. Yeah. It's gonna leave JJ out of this. Yeah, don't don't drag him into this. Exactly. He's innocent. He doesn't he doesn't need any shrapnel. Oh. Yeah, don't right. put your misery on JJ. <laughs> that's okay. my point. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens. They're gonna fire Libby Smith, and it's just gonna I swear, man. If we hire another crappy ass coach. I love it. Hey, uh, what's his name? Nathaniel Hackett. He's out there. <laughs> True. Uh, Look at <laughs> maybe we should move on to the picks. We'll okay. move on to the picks, maybe. I'm sorry. Uh, John, how did we do this week, sir? Carrie uh, did really well. Everyone else sucked. Wait a minute. I thought I got nine wins. You got nine. Carrie got 13. Uh, Cook got eight. And I, yeah. got, I got seven. What was that? Seven. So, so I didn't do, I didn't do you mean good. six less than I did. Yeah. Golly, okay. man. Wow, that's, that's terrible, John. That, when you put in those words, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was not, it was not a good week. That's so, one week. Yeah, no. <laughs> so the Pull running up. total is Sosa, 170. Cook with a, a puncher's chance, 168, two behind. Dang. That I'm at 161, I'm done. And carry 156, five behind. So oh. we got the top two and the bottom two battling it out. Woo, that's good. 
I like that. That's good. John, John's going to be sweating this next week. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be a little nervous. I'm going to be a little nervous. <laughs> you know what you do, John? You just pick whatever Mullins picks. That's all you I'm, do. I'm, I'll pick first. I don't care. <laughs> oh. And, I, and I'm even like going to give you probably at least two freebies that I know of. Oh, wow. All right. I like okay. I like Sounds the like he's humbly talking crap. I know. Here's one hand. Right. I put it behind my back. Here's the second hand. Put it my back. Let's go. Wow. I expect right. nothing less. Okay. All right, then you know what, John? I guess I'll let you go first then. John will go first. Uh, Cook, between you and I, who wants to go next? I say you, Sosa. You mean? Okay. Yeah, since, since you've got the lead on him. Okay, John, myself, and then Cook, and then uh, Mullins. There we go. John, hit it up. Uh, Chiefs and Raiders, start off. Hmm. I, I, uh, once again, heart. I'm, I'm picking the Raiders. They're probably going to get their ass killed. I don't care. I'm going to pick wow. my boy uh, Stidham and the Raiders. Okay. There's a Your free one for you, Kerry. Uh, all right. My, all right. My boy. My boy. Unless he does right. bad this week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was quick, John. His resume of one game, I like. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs uh, on that one. Well, there's no Thursday night game, huh? It's just Saturday no. and Sunday. And there's only yeah, two yeah. games on Saturday. Yeah, Chiefs yeah, are going to yeah. win. Because they're mm-hmm. they're trying to get that number one pick or number yes. one team. Yeah, Chiefs, they still have something to play for, so they're going to okay. play hard. All right. The other Saturday night game should be really good. Uh, Titans going to the Jags. Dobbs is playing. Dobbs Jack. is quarterbacking. Woo-hoo, oh, then definitely 100% Jags. <laughs> <laughs> they got to keep that rolling. The, the, okay. the, uh, the Jag train rolling. Jag train. I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. But nice try. It may be uh, the Jaguar. Egram engine. Oh, that's terrible too. And we keep moving on. Uh, yeah, I got Jags also. I think I think uh, this team's turning a corner, and I think next year they'll be even more dangerous than they are now. So yeah, I got the Jags. I'm I'm gonna say the Jags as well. And doesn't that just show how crappy of a coach Meyer was? Yes, yeah, true. Yes, that's true. Yeah, and I picked the Jags also. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on then, we've got the Ravens going to the Bengals. I'm gonna. This was hard because he. Uh, Ravens are just so banged up, though. I'm going to pick the Bengals, and they're at home. Uh, I'm going with Burrow Train on this one. Yeah, I think the Bengals win this game. They're trying to get number one seed also. Yep, same. Bengals. Okay. Uh, Panthers to the Saints. Not much to play for there, but Panthers to the Saints. Yeah, this was rough. Uh, Panthers-Saints. I'm going to pick the Panthers. I think they're... Ah, man, I don't know. I'm going to pick Panthers. It's a coin toss. Yeah, I think it's a coin flip, too, on this one. Uh, and because of that, I'm going to go with the home team and the Superdome there, and the Saints get the win. I don't think Andy Dalton can play like that two weeks in a row. I'm going to pick the Panthers. Oh, man. Um, I'm going Saints. I, I think he can play like that again, and they're at home. True. Okay. okay. Uh, Browns going to the Steelers. Man, you can't. Can you go against Tomlin? I'm exactly. Gonna, at home, I'm going to pick the Steelers. I think the Pittsburgh fans are going to be rowdy. I think that stadium is going to be electric. I think Pickett is the right guy that Mullen said for the longest time for that team. And I think it's going to be a close game, but Pickett gets it done and still Steelers win. Yeah, I think with them fighting for a playoff spot still and still being alive for one, I think Pittsburgh's going to be on their P's and Q's. I'm going to pick Pittsburgh. Yep. Like, like the pit. Pickens, Pittsburgh, Pickett, like them all. Wow. 
That's All right. <laughs> <laughs> Texans go into the Colts. Cook, you're not going to like it. But I think, I mean, honestly, on paper, you're a better team. Like, I think you're going you're gonna to win this game. And, and I think you're going to win it convincingly, Texans. Wow. I'm assuming Davis Mills is starting at quarterback, right? No, there's no change at quarterback, right, for this last That's game. The- the musical carousel of him. And yeah. Driscoll. And Driscoll. Yeah. Okay. They, yeah. Okay. Well, the Colts are just terrible anyway. And I think, yeah, I think uh, that Texans defense will hold them down anyway. So Texans get the win. Yeah. You're forcing me to pick the Texans here to keep pace. I was totally going to go with the Colts, but you're making me pick the Texans to keep pace to try to win this thing with you. So I'm picking the Texans, but I hope they lose. Okay. Wow. All right. That's your team. I know. <laughs> I know. It is. That's how sad it is. Vikings to the Bears. Oh, what? Hey, Wait, what about here? here? Wow. Oh, my bad. Wow. My bad. That's rude. My bad. Mr. Irrelevant. My I know bad. he's in last place, but he still gets the ball. Uh, he has feelings, Sosa. Does he? I don't think he does. Uh, I'm going to go with Indy this one. I'm going to go yeah, with Indy. Here he goes. I love wow. it. Wow. You it. just gave a game back to John. Maybe. Maybe not. This game is terrible. But that's true. <laughs> that's true. I'm surprised it's right on TV. You know how we always I always tell you guys each week about tickets for the game. Yeah, Houston at Indy, you can get tickets for ten bucks. But how Probably. good are these tickets though? Yeah, they're they're good. Good. Right. the crap. NFL game, ten bucks. Come on. I guess that's true. You gotta right. pay fifty for parking and another fifty for food. <laughs> Hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> All right, uh, Vikings to the Bears. Vikings, they're. I I know they can play up and down, but I mean this is the Bears with no. You said no fields. This is this is Vikings. Yeah, Vikings all day. Also, I need we need the Bears to lose. I need the Bears <laughs> to win, but they're not going to. It's the Minnesota. The Vikings will win. Why do you need the Bears to win? Don't you want them to lose? No, I want oh, them to win. You need to win so that that they stay. So they're, not, they're below the Texans and the. Oh well, that's yeah. not gonna happen. That's not yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, yeah it, there's no way that Minnesota loses this one. So, Cook, you pick the Vikings? Yeah. Okay. Mullins, you got Vikings too? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> this game was probably was going to be irrelevant, but now I don't know how it's going to be now, but we got pass to the Bills. Yeah, the, you just don't know where the headspace is. Mm-hmm. Before all this, oh, boy, I'm still going to pick the Bills. But uh, I have no idea. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to pick the Bills up. So. I don't either. I, I, the Pats still have a chance, outside chance for the playoffs. You know, they're going to be hungry. Belichick's going to be have them ready. They <laughs> win, they're in. Monday. Huh? They win, they're in. They've got the seventh spot right now. Yeah. So, and the Bills still playing for the one seed, though, also. So, I'm going to pick the Bills also. Just safe choice. And I think the Bills rally, for sure. I think they rally around all this, and <clears> I'm going to pick the Bills. Yeah, honestly, I think of what's going on with Hamlin and that team. I feel bad for anybody playing Buffalo right now because they're going to come out swinging hard. Yeah, because they're going to be damned if they're going to lose. That's true. Uh, Jets to the Dolphins. Mm, this is a hard one too. Because aren't they down to? Is it Bridgewater playing or did he get hurt? Oh no, it's third quarterback. Yeah, Skyler. Oh boy. <clears throat> and the Dolphins, they need to, they have to win too, right? Or they're going to get out. Yeah. yeah. With Jets, aren't they both kind of alive? Or is the Jets? I think out? Jets are I think eliminated. It, yeah, oh, I think okay. they're done. Yeah. I think it comes down to the pass, the Steelers, and the Dolphins for the last plot. 
last spot in the AFC. Mm. You people who don't play again. I don't know that Tua plays the rest of the season. Oh, he shouldn't, man. He, he really shouldn't. I don't think so. Uh, I'm going to pick the Dolphins, but this that's going to bite me in the ass. I'm going to pick the Dolphins. <laughs> Uh, I'm with you. This is a serious toss-up with the way Mike uh, White performed against the Seahawks. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Jets, I think, on this last game. Interesting. It's a tough one, man. It really is. The weapons in my it's, – it's, it's it's Jets have nothing to play for. All they're playing for in this is spoiler. Miami has a, a fighting chance to get in the playoffs. they got a lot of weapons. I'm going to go with Miami. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Miami, too. Uh, they're at home, and they just have a few more weapons. Okay. Uh, Bucks to the Falcons. <clears throat> oh. I mean, the, everything's locked up for the Bucks. Falcons are out, but they're just a better team. I'm going to pick the Bucks. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, any word if the resting players, if, if the Bucks are going to rest anybody? They I can't bet, improve anything. Yeah, I bet they – maybe a half, maybe. I'm just uh, guessing. <clears throat> I am, too, actually. I'm going to – Go with the Bucks as a safe pick, too. I'm going to say Falcons. There we go. Falcons. Um, I don't I... think the Bucks won another game this season. You might be right. Ah, that was a tough one. <laughs> it's not Notre Dame. <laughs> no, it's way worse. Um, Is it, though? I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll go Atlanta. Okay. All right. Uh, cards to the Niners. <clears throat> uh, buddy. Oh, 49ers. I don't even have to think about that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Niners still have an outside, a kind of a weird outside chance for the one seed. So, yeah, Niners. Yeah, Niners. Uh, Niners. Uh, Cowboys uh, going to the Commanders. Yeah, you guys got something to play for. It's going to be Dallas. The fact that we still have an outside shot at that one seed, I think the Cowboys put a beat down on the on the Redskins, the Redskins, Commanders, wow. Do the Commanders still have a shot to make the playoffs? No. Or they no, 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 they got eliminated last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. Cowboys are going to squash these dudes because they're going to try to get the first <clears throat> They're going. They still have that – well, I think they got a 4% chance of the number one seed. Yeah, they do. But the way things are going, it, it could happen. It really could lay out for them. I'm going to pick the Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. I mean, there's only two things have to happen. The San Francisco got to lose – and Philly's got to lose. And if both of those teams lose, then the Cowboys and Cowboys win, of course, then they get number one seed. So can they get the number two seed? No, they no. So it's either one or or, or four, one or five. No, I mean five. Sorry. Yep. Wait, if the if we tie with the Eagles for the division, we'd be the two seed, wouldn't we? Or was that is that going to San go Francisco's to... got the tiebreaker over us? Oh, do they? Okay. So okay. they get. Okay. They would get. We can so win the we, we can win the division, but we can't win the conference. Or couldn't so win the conference. You could be four then. You could be right. no, we would be three. Uh, would be three. Is that right? Yeah, you'd be three because you'd be over. Oh well, today. I guess maybe we could get. I mean, yeah, if we tie for the division, or if we tie Philly with the division, then we have the tiebreaker over them. So maybe we could get the two. <clears throat> yeah, I think you're right. I'm just trying to think if you if you're going to be able to because we have the tiebreaker over Minnesota. Host a game if you win, it could turn out even if you don't get first, you can still host a game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, which would be but, big. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's way better than three road games. Yeah, way better. So, okay, we are, we're good with the Cowboys and Commanders game, right? Yes. Okay, uh, Chargers to the Broncos. Chargers all day. 
You know, Russell Wilson has been surprisingly a little bit better this week, but I'm going to uh, – past couple of weeks, but I'm still going to go with A-Bear. So, the Chargers. Denver's trash. Chargers. <laughs> I, I agree with you, Sosa. Uh, Wilson showed a little spark this past mm-hmm. week. Um, yeah. Didn't – still fell short, but uh, – and I think he'll still fall short in this one, so Chargers. Okay. Um, Rams are going to the Seahawks. Seahawks. They're, they're playing for something. Rams are – just wanting the season to be over. Yeah, Seahawks also. Yeah, I think I saw a stat yesterday that said the 11 losses this year are the worst by a defending Super Bowl champion, so I'm going to go with Seattle. Wow, that's terrible. Uh, you know. Mate, hit him uh, and make him. Here we go. Yeah, Let's do it. die with him. I'm God, just kidding. Like he won said. last week with him. <laughs> nah. Nah, no, we're going to go Seattle this week. Okay. Like you said, don't, they still Don't, don't mess with Mayfield. Future quarterback of the Vegas Raiders. Right. <laughs> uh, we got Giants going to the Eagles. This one's rough too. Mm, but I, I, just, ugh, I just don't, I don't think Mayfield, Mayfield, uh, Minshew is going to play like that again. Uh, and they're at home. They, they're, I don't know if the Giants, did the Giants have anything to play for? Or are they kind of locked in where they're, they're locked at? In. Yeah, they're, they're locked in. in. I'm going to go Eagles. This one's rough for me because I want the Eagles to lose bad. Like, I want the Giants to play the full game. But do you want Cook to catch you on a game? Exactly, right? Which one do I want more? He's feeling you on his tracks. (laughs) Coming. Uh, I kind of agree with you, though, John. I don't know if Minshew will play bad two weeks in a row like that. Um, I anticipate the Giants resting players. Freaking Eagles. Yeah, I think if New York had not clinched yet, this would be a much better game. But since New York's clinched, they're gonna they're gonna rest folks. So I'm gonna go with Philly. I think you're wrong. Here we go. The Giants, yeah, they don't they're not gonna change positions, but they still have a lot to play for. And and the way that that coach coaches that team, I don't know that they're gonna rest people. I think they're gonna play a full game. This is a rivalry game. I think he wants to beat the crap out of Philly. So I'm going to go with Giants on this one. Okay. I like it's it. A, it's about pride. I know. I like it. That's good. I like that. That's a good take. Uh, Lions to the Packers. Last game. Man, this is going to be a good one, I think. But I never thought I'd say this at the beginning of the season, but the Packers are rolling. They're at home. They've been there before. The Lions are just kind of up and down. I'm going to pick the Packers. Man, I'm disappointed a little bit in you, John. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, all this eight. I'm not gonna be rooting for them, but I just think they're better. All this Aiden Hutchinson talk, right? All this Aiden Hutchinson talk, and you're not gonna go with your boy, okay? Nope. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pick with my heart on this one, and I'm gonna go with the Lions. I think the Lions go into Lambeau. I think it's gonna be a close game, mind you. I think they go into Lambeau. I think they have a huge game, and they pull off the win. In Green Bay. Yeah, I, th- I think Campbell's going to bite the kneecap off of Rodgers and the Lions will win. Wow. Do we, do we know uh, <laughs> a, a weather for this one? Um, I don't think there's any bad weather out of okay. anybody. They're uh, 30 degrees and fair. <clears throat> okay. There's some rain at certain places, but there's not going to be any, like, freezing stuff. Okay. So, uh, it's up oh, to you who, now. Who'd you pick, Cook? I Lions. picked Detroit. Uh, so, John... So far, you and I have picked different on five. Yep. So this could be this could push you over. And right five's here. what I need 
just a tie. So I wanted to pick Green Bay. You like the Lions, aren't you? I do like the Lions, but I actually was going to pick Green Bay on this. But I forced your hand. Hey, Mullins, you you don't play for ties, Mullins. You don't. We don't play for ties. You don't play for ties. Two, baby. Yep. I'm going for two, and I go Detroit. Here we go. Yeah. It's gonna come down to the Sunday night game. You and Mullins are like that. You sacked up him like John. He had to go first because he didn't have to worry about it. I did what? You didn't sack up. You wanted to go first, so you didn't have all the pressure. Yeah. Well, Mullen I went first. Up. What do you mean? That's harder to do. I don't, know. I don't, nah, know. I don't think so. Nah, Mullen nah. sacked up. Yep. Oh, Good job, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, going first I, I, pick, I picked the Raiders and the Texans, okay? We all picked the Texans, I think. Uh, no, not Harry. I picked no. Indy. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I actually think crazy. that was the long shot. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Mullins, way to handle the pressure better than John. Way to go. Well, that's what I do. <laughs> he's just more, he's more seasoned. He's got that's, the, that's the, the what he does rested. in last place. That's what he's been doing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about college might, again. It might not even come to that last game. You might be motivated by that point. <laughs> Probably will. You know what? I'm going to track these games a little closer this time. I'm going to be interested to see if it comes down. Now, to, uh, I, I haven't been paying attention. How many different were Sosa and Cook? Uh, I see. Oh, yeah. Bucks, I mean, Falcons are different. Yeah. Uh, Jets, Dolphins is different. Saints, Panthers. Uh, yeah, you you That's did it. three as well, and you needed two, so you did it exactly the same as well. Hmm, didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. You know why? Because Cook handles that pressure really well. That's why he didn't even know it. He's like the bear <laughs> He didn't even know what he needed to win. He's like, no. He's like, oh, oh, I needed three wins. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Cook is rare. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, you are Rivera. I don't know about that. That's that's kind of I mean, your Texan coach. Teacher Texan coach. Your yeah. Pie hole. <laughs> you're just you're just so focused, Cook. You're so I'd focused. Really have Jimbo yeah. Fisher than Rivera. Uh, wow. Interesting. All right. That's a bit much. Um, <laughs> we have no fancy player uh for this week, so mind you, that didn't really help us all at all. So do y'all want to do that one more time? Or are we good? Uh, th- I mean, technically, th- fantasy season's not over yet. I mean. Who did we pick last week? Uh, I picked Fields. He did run for over 100 yards. And a touchdown. Kerry had Purdy. He did very well. Burrow didn't really get to play. Yeah. Dallas D did. They didn't do much, did they? Nah, they were all right. A couple so, turnovers. So, Who yeah. did I pick? You picked Burrow. Oh, that's right. He was going to do really well. So, yeah. I, yeah, maybe yeah. we did pretty well last week. Do we want to do one more final pick, or we – final thoughts sure why not let's one more all right john go ahead you're up sir oh i can go first i'm not gonna be like cheating if i go first (laughs) (laughs) we just said nothing about cheating or whatever you you said i did i don't know you couldn't handle the pressure Uh, all right just just a double ante (laughs) up here i'm gonna pick jared stidham against the chiefs yeah i like it okay so shut up You can't say that on the broadcast. You can't say that. Okay. Uh, I was going to say something worse. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go with Burrow this week. I think Burrow is going to uh, produce against the Ravens and try to do his best to get his team to that number one seed. I'm going Burrow. I'm doing this to get a little shot of mojo out there. I'm going to pick the Colts quarterback. Whether it be Ellinger, whoever it is, the Colts <laughs> wow. quarterback. Okay. Wow. <laughs> whoever that may be. Really tried hard. 
Uh, I'm gonna go uh, with golf. Oh, I like it. I like it. Okay. All right. I'll double down just like uh, John there. There we go. Good job, John. So you're pot committed, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, pot committed. Yep. John's an inspiration to everybody. As land as I got. As usual. As you leader, group leader, <laughs> locker room, guys, guy. <laughs> He's the Adam Sheffer of the group. Oh, <laughs> wow. I don't want to know anymore. Uh, all right, gentlemen, final thoughts. Uh, you know what? Uh, keep it the same order. Go ahead, John. You go first, myself, Cook, and then Mullins, you finish it off. All right, Stidham, you, you've got a one-game resume, and it's pretty damn good. Let's make – let's double that. Let's get it a, a two-game resume. Let's make – uh let's make it interesting let's beat the chiefs and that would be the way this season has gone that'd be great all i know is if we're ever up by 10 we're gonna lose so let's just not ever be up by 10 that's a terrible number for you guys right. double digits yeah. is bad <laughs> J- uh, jacobs i hope uh right now i think he's got about a hundred yard lead on uh is it uh henry i think so i don't know if henry's playing this week does anybody know I think he is. Okay. Well, then, yeah. I, I mean, he could easily rattle off 200 yards. So uh, I, ho- I hope Jacobs ends as the rushing leader. That would be a small little thing for the season. Uh, and then let's focus on free agency and the draft, where we just need to pick seven defensive players on, in the draft. Just, just uh, fill up everything. Kings. We need a goalie, but last night we didn't need a goalie because we beat the Stars. <laughs> I could not believe I saw the score this morning. Anyway, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Three yeah. to two. I mean, they only scored two points on the Kings. Come on now. Uh, also, you know, uh, thoughts. Uh, everything goes out to Hamlin, obviously. Uh, we'll see what happens with the season coming up. And, you know, whether this, this evokes any kind of change or, you know, people start kind of – overreacting or I don't know. We'll just see how this pans out. This is unprecedented. And then we did not bring this up in the show. Oh, also just real quick, TCU, Georgia, excited to watch that game. Uh, but Pele, Pele passed. Oh yeah. Uh, I have just, I mean, I just randomly picked a few uh, records he has. These are, these are insane to me. He had uh, four, for his team, Brazil, you know, a national team, he scored 77 goals in 92 games for his national team. Wow. For his, his, uh, his uh, league team in Brazil, Santos, he scored 643 goals in 659 games. And if you count, uh, he played some in New York, he has a 680 total goals scored for a club level. Twice he scored in, in a season, he scored over 100 goals. 1959, he scored 127 goals in a season. And in 1961, he scored 110 goals in a season. I don't know how many games that is, but I know it wasn't like 100 games. I, I, they probably played, what, 30, 40? That's probably. A lot of yeah. In his career, <clears throat> he's the only player to ever win three World Cups. And he had 92 hat tricks. Holy cow. Wow. 92 times he scored three or more goals. That's so Pele, the greatest soccer player of all time. I'm not even going to listen to any arguments. <laughs> all right. You finished there? You done? done? Okay. All right. Uh, I'll say things, the same thing to play. I was totally bummed to hear the news about that. Uh, him. And, and I agree with John. I think he is by far the greatest soccer player of all time. Um, 
to the Hamlin family, yes, all thoughts and prayers out to you guys. I hope this guy makes some kind of miraculous just recovery, and we don't even talk about this that happened to him. Uh, one player, too, that's out there with a record that we didn't talk about either is Alexander Ovechkin has passed Gordy Howe mm-hmm. with the second most goals of all time. I didn't even know that he was that close until it happened. So kudos to Ovechkin. I mean, the only guy in front of him right now is the great Ray, uh, Wayne Gretzky, and that's it. Um, so do we know how far behind him he is. I do not know actually, uh, but we definitely need to look at that. Uh, and maybe you know, to Cook's point earlier, maybe I'm a boomer with the <laughs> current NBA players, not relating to them because you know I turned on hockey and I watched hockey last night. I'm going to watch more hockey, uh, and I hope that uh, that my perspective on the NBA or how it is, you know, maybe changes and uh, you know my boomerness doesn't get in the way. So the Aggies OC hire, I don't understand it. Um, I don't, I don't understand what the angle is there. I'm hope I'm completely proven wrong regarding this hire. Maybe Petrino knows something better that I don't know. Um, but if it doesn't, and if it blows up on our face, then it's just time to move on completely, uh, with Jimbo and everything as much as I don't want to say that, because I think he embraces, uh, the university very well and with his demeanor and everything, but I think it's just time. If you don't adapt and change with the game and you're not willing to do that, that's on you and that's on your staff. And that's on your your persona with the team, and you need to move on. Uh, Cowboys, man, we still got a chance for the one seed. Uh, ball out. You know, I know I picked with my head earlier with Georgia, but man, if TCU wins the national championship, then kudos to Sonny Dykes and that team. You know, to put a, a group of guys together like that in your first year uh, and understand what you have on that team and to be able to put a winning team together, um, that tells me a whole lot about you as a head coach. Uh, that's it for me. Cook, you're up. Oh, Ovechkin is 88 behind Gretzky. Okay. Thank you, John. So I'll lead off with, you know, same thing earlier with Hamlin. Just uh, praying for his recovery, praying for his family. Hope that uh, the outcome is what everybody's wanting it to be. Um, regarding AM, I don't get this Petrino hire either. I'm like you. I'm, I'm, I'm fed up with it. If, if they don't succeed, I'm with you. You got to fire Jimbo and move on at this point if, if it doesn't work out. And by workout, it can't even be like, oh, we won nine games this year. It it needs to be a successful, almost dominant season. If it's not, then it's time to cut cut bait and go, in my opinion. Uh, Texans, it's just let's not Texan this thing, please. Just it's it's typical fashion. We'll win this week and we'll get the second pick. When the whole thing all year long was get the first pick, that's great. Just don't Texan this thing this week. And if you do fire Lovey Smith for the love of God, get some get some decent. Coaches, I don't want to hear a thing about Josh McCowan. If, not one word. If if they hire Josh McCowan, they should fire um, Casario and they should strip the ownership of the of the ownership of the team. It's stupid, absolutely ridiculous. Ron Rivera, <laughs> almost as stupid as John. Almost as stupid as John. Um, yeah. So um, TCU, let's get it done on Monday. I'd like to see that. That'd be nice. Uh, winning his team in Texas over the last what 10, 12 years. That's great. Keep it up. It's uh, Jimbo. Take notes. See what Ooh, he's nice. doing. See what Sonny Dykes is doing over there with TCU. And you don't, you know, you have apparently a bunch load more talent, and you can't get it done over here. So take some notes. Nice. My turn. I think so. All right. Uh, Cowboys got to play hard. Got to win this game. Um, still, I think we have a decent chance. It is a small chance, but a decent chance of of getting 
a number one seed, but we have an even better chance of tying Philly for uh, for first in the division, which can go a long way. So let's get that. Um, also, on a side note of the Cowboys, uh, Tony Pollard is 22 yards away from 1,000, and Zeke Elliott is 134 yards away from 1,000. Um, is Pollard playing this week? They talked about him coming back this week, but I haven't heard official word. So it would be awesome to see both of those guys, guys go over a thousand yards. Um, so that would be kind of cool to see that. Um, yeah, stars kind of laid a laid an egg last night. Uh, good job by the Kings, uh, and their stars are losing the night too. So that's uh, that's a double whammy. They need to uh, get back on that track. Stop losing to these West Coast teams. They're playing Anaheim tonight, um, but they're still still in first place in their their uh, division and one of the top scoring teams. Even though they only scored two against the Kings, uh, what else is there? Uh, yeah, um, Hamlin. Uh, thoughts and prayers for that dude. Hopefully, he gets better and better every day, and uh, and, and can come back and play. I w- I'm being sure. His focus is to get well and get out of the hospital, but I would love to see him come back and play. I hate seeing people's careers in, in such a fashion. Uh, Aggie baseball. We are 43 days away. I know that sounds like a lot, but it's getting closer. Uh, preseason rank number four, according to the collegiate baseball polls. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of excitement about this team. Cannot wait to see what they can do. Um, so yeah, with football winding up, almost time to start focusing on that baseball and hopefully the Rangers can do something too, but mostly, uh, mostly the Aggies. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. We'll see about that. Go Toads. Even though I picked Georgia, but. (laughs) Go Toads. Go Toads? Go Toads. Horny Toads. Horn Frogs. Corn frogs.